Right now. I mean, I'm on beer number six. I'm putting food in my stomach. I'll be all right. So, Negroes, I um had an old man slash young man moment today. Um, that doesn't sound. And, like and I, I, I feel like everybody, every guy, every gamer has experienced this at some point. So, when you play I'm against the computer in a game and the computer cheats. Fuck yeah, man. That should happen a few weeks ago. You realize that playing against the computer is a setup for failure, but you can't do anything about it because you don't have any friends. Um, I was playing this game called Primal Legends, and it's basically a match three game where you're attacking the other side based on the moves you make. And they give you three moves uh, to make as meant to cause as much damage as possible. And then after you cause all your damage, the uh, board refills for your opponent, and then they can make three moves. And if the board happens to make matches while it's refilling, so good for them, they get to attack you before their moves even start. I just dealt with a computer uh, character who dealt me 600 hit points of damage before their first move even started. That sounds like uh, it, it sounds like my uh, adventures with Puzzle Quest. Yeah. Yeah, Puzzle Quest was the original skull fuck. Yep. Very much so. Like you you hit you hit a dude with some damage and you're like, alright, good. And then it's his turn and all of a sudden shit just starts falling and you're like, what the fuck just happened here? Exactly. I remember once I saw a puzzle quest thing where the computer went on for like two minutes. Just back to back things falling into place. Stun. Power hit. Stun power hits done and it was just falling in one row <laughs> over and over again just connecting oh I hate video games when I have to play the computer yeah I'm with you there I also sent hate mail to uh, NBA 2K or 2K Sports I do not like uh, this I do not like the prelude I don't like it at all that fucking um, having to time your layups and shit and, and then look here's the fucked up part like they, you ain't even let me pick my shot. So, and then I don't have no time. I don't have no way to practice it. So I don't have no timing. I don't have nothing. I'm just out there just winging it. Then on top of that, like once you play, you're done. You can only play the, you can only play the last game over again. You can't start new characters because once you get a feel for it, you can't start over. Like you can't do nothing. You're just stuck. So if you don't do very well in the games, like I didn't, um, you can't do anything else. It's like, wh- why did you put this shit out? 
Yeah, I just I deleted it after the second game. I went to Michigan State. I played, and I realized that. And I did a whole video about this and put it on Facebook and put it on the 2K page. So I hope they see it. But um, they kept saying that my guy was the the top prospect out of high school. They said that at least fifty times per game. Um, why can't he make a layup? Bruh, I was missing. You would so think many the top prospect in high school is able to make a a, a, a simple layup. Right. Or, or, yeah, they should be able to make a layup and shoot three pointers. If that's their thing. If I choose that he's a sharpshooter because they make you select like different categories now. And they don't make, and they don't give you an all around. Exactly. I want want an all around. Let let me, let me have a sharpshooter that can dunk. Like that's all I really care about. All I want, all I want to do is get buckets. Because if you have a sharpshooter, your dunks are capped off, not at, but capped off at seven. Right. Jay, the the thing goes to goes to like 25, 26. I'm, I'm, I'm here. I'm just I'm eating. You're, you're so. three, you're, you're, I'm trying you're to avoid off at seven. Really drunk, Jay. So give me a second. Jay, it's capped so. off at seven. Jay, Jay, I know you're there. I just like you know you're you're there. Um, but yeah. So I mean, I'm having a real problem with that. I'm having a problem with. I've had a problem with that for years though. It didn't just start with this game. The fact that you're supposed to be like they always make it so then you're the uh, creme de la creme of the high school and college world, and then you get drafted into the NBA at a 64. Well, I mean, to be fair though, let's let's just be honest. Like being tops in high school and college really does equate to like being like in the the like 64 like 64 percent to 75 percent of the NFL or not the NFL of the no, NBA. Right, they, they, they start you at 55. But I'm saying, and, and, like, that's about right. Like, honestly, like, Jay, think about, Jay, think about, like, the the game speed. Like, you're you're basically a child coming into like a grown no, man's game. But no, that's you're saying. Wait, 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 But everybody around you that gets drafted are 89s and 87. And also, and, coaches, man. and, and also in the previous game in 16, uh, for a high school and college, you didn't earn any points. So unless you bought some points, which is probably what their game is, uh, unless you bought some points, you stayed that all the way through high school and college. That's about and right. The, the, the other well, thing. Well, actually, that, no, that, that doesn't make any sense because you should have gotten at least a little bit better. Nope. <laughs> you should have progressed some. Not nope. at all. Like, from high school to college, I feel like like no progression is pretty much bullshit. Exactly. But I mean, I mean, like, okay. So the issue that I think, and I think the part of the reason I, I can see this is because I'm not like connected to it. The biggest issue is like they're trying to balance the fact that like you need to be challenged. Like, think about how pissed off you'd be if you spent all this time in high school and college, and you came into the NBA with like a 95, and you just like fucking dominate, like. At some point, you off at all. At some point, though, you have to have like some type of challenge. Otherwise, why would you continue to play, dude? I'm a six foot seven inch point guard who runs like a seven foot seven foot center. I'm saying, literally, walk up the court when the turtle is. Why would you play a game that doesn't challenge you, man? It's not about challenging me if I can't even make a layup. That's that's not. And also, I don't play game. I don't play games. Layup thing is bullshit. No, I'm with you on the layup thing. Is bullshit. I feel like like. Like five year olds can make layups. Like That's if you <laughs> if you if you made it to the pros, like a layup should be like a lay, like honestly the layup should just be like if you made it to the pros, that's that's not shit you should be able to miss. Let's, let's like, be you honest. You can't make it to the pro you can't, you can't make, make it to the pro world 
and like have layups be fucking like issues for you. Like even exactly. Rajon Run, even Rajon Rondo can get a layup. How do you make the team if you can't make a layup? If you're on a seventh grade team and you can't make a layup, you're not gonna play. No, if you're like on uh, pretty much anything above, like below middle school, if you can't make a layup, that's it for you. Like, if you were on the Pop Warner team and you went to middle school and you're like having problems with layups, they're not going to let you be on the team. So this dude lumbers down the court over and over again. So then he can stumble into the key and miss a wide open layup. There is no. Wait, what is the mechanism for making a layup though? Is it like a. No, they like made a, it. They really? made it like your normal shots. You have to time. Oh, so you have to release. You have to release it, right? Yeah. Yeah. How do you? How do you time? I've never had a game ever, <laughs> ever, <laughs> ever. Especially if you can't pick the animation for the layup. Nope. So like, <laughs> because like the animation is not going to be the same for layups. Like the animation is always different for layups anyway, from what I remember. So if you can't pick the animation. And like it doesn't like unless there's not like one animation for coming from the left side, one animation from the right side. It's just like you just hit the shot button and then you have to like let go at the right time. That's kind of bullshit. Right. Exactly. But he, here's so the worst part on that one. Now here's the worst part about it all. The commentators are talking about you like you are the greatest player they have ever seen. And exactly. And they want you and they want you like and and like when you're sitting there with your with your teammate in the little cutscenes, the teammate is like, Yeah, we're gonna win the championship. I'm just gonna pass the ball to you. And you're like, exactly. and you're like, great, I can, I can, I can handle this until you get in the game, and then you're like, well, I can't make a layup, I'm barely making shots, and you you started me off at a 55, but the commentators are talking to me like I'm the greatest, and 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 when you get to when when you finish, which I didn't finish very good at all. Um, but by the end of my college career, they said I was a mid first rounder. Um, I still got invited to go to the Olympic team. <laughs> well, <I mean. laughs> you, still, you still get to go to the Olympic team, and then you, uh, you and your slow ass character, has to play with real NBA players. The first, the first time I got the ball and I passed the ball to Kevin Durant, he was moving so fucking fast. It was almost like he was the Flash, dog. I was like, man, this is a bullshit. I can't move nowhere near like they can. Exactly, and they tell you stuff like you need to be more vers. You need to show off more of your versatility, nigga. It takes me twenty seconds to get to half court. How you expect me to show versatility? I can rebound the heck out of the ball. Okay, so block a shot. But okay, 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 okay. But was this with an all around player or with like a sharpshooter? They don't give you. you, They don't give you the chance. You have have like the. You have like the chance like to to choose the athlete, like the dude who's just like who can just jump and but can't shoot for shit, but can jump and dunk and do all that. Yeah, can, but look, no matter why which the fuck one you are choose, you, why, why the fuck no are you choosing which... the fucking Vince Carter as opposed to the right. goddamn Ray Allen? I think no, no, no. that's the thing. No. I think we got that confused. Like we believe that the sharpshooter is slow. They're that's not bullshit. slow. They're the ones who are running through all the screens and stuff. They're well, I, mean, I feel like that's bullshit though, because like let's just be honest. Like I mean, let, let, let's look at Ray Allen or Reggie Miller. Like Ray, Ray Allen and Reggie no. Miller at their at their youngest and at their prime. They were relatively quick, but like they weren't focused on, like they weren't focused on the sprint. They were focused on the marathon. Ray so, Allen like, was bunking on people. Yeah, well, okay, yeah, I forgot about Ray Allen. Ray Allen when he was young. Ray Allen was in the dunk contest. Ray Allen was a goddamn monster when he was young. But that's, okay, but let's, Ray Allen was the best. Right, let's go. Let's go. Reggie Miller, Larry Bird, because I feel like that's that's much more realistic. But like like Reggie Miller, I don't think Reggie Miller was ever trying to outrun anyone. 
Reggie Miller was just trying to outlast you. And I feel like it's just a different strategy. I feel like you're like the the game has changed and you're keeping the same strategy from like two years ago. Like, I mean, I, I feel your pain. Like, it, it seems like uh, the changes that were made are kind of shitty, especially for the strategy that you had. But like, I feel like y'all haven't really tried to change your strategy. You're just like, well, how come I can't do the shit that I was doing previously? And I feel like maybe if you tried something different and then it, like all the different shits you tried failed, then come back to me and be like, well, this fucking sucks. And I'm on board with you and we'll burn the shit to the ground. But right now, I feel like y'all are doing the same shit from two years ago and then are mad because two years ago didn't work. In your real life, shit that you did two years ago shouldn't be working for you right now. So, yeah, like, why would you expect it to be the same for a video game, dog? I think you're missing the point where this is supposed to be the number one player in the United States of America. They call the nigga the president. I think I think they you're missing the point. Right. I think you're missing the point in that the strategy that you used to use, like even a year ago, no, work no. Look, here's the thing. Uh-huh. I know so you're doing the same thing you did last year, and this year no. is not it's not no, successful. Plays, but they don't give you that option in in the in the prelude. So I the strategy from last year's doesn't work at this year's. What you're that if if running a play in a last year doesn't work this year's, look. If you're telling the me the strategy from last year doesn't work this game. year is what you're telling me. No, what you're telling me so is that you don't believe from last play year in a college game should work. What I'm saying is, <laughs> you're is, telling me that sounds like to me. Work in a well, college okay, game. Like, here's the deal. All right, I'm I'm just gonna be real about it. You're playing a video game. And you have a strategy from a year ago that doesn't work this year. Like, either adjust your strategy or, or quit playing the game. Like, right now you're just kind of like, I mean, I understand like the the pain of like, all right, well, I have to change my strategy. I don't like that. But you're bitching about like your strategy not working because like they changed the game. Like that's what they do. That's what happens. Uh, that's what happens in life. That's what happens in like everything. Shit changes. If you can't change with it, then the fuck are you doing? I mean, I don't have a lot of sympathy for you. Like I'm trying to have some, but I don't have a ton. Part of this may be because I'm I'm partially drunk, so I'm kind of like fuck you. But part of it is like legitimately like hey. uh adapt dog like how old are you you're you're 36 37 40 years old this, this is the moment where we really wish you're you 55 had xbox 30, you, we really <laughs> wish you had xbox one you're 55 so you years still, old you can't change trust, trust me your frustration would be exactly the same if you you're 60 years old dog i'm playing games on pc where like i get patches where they just fucking change the entire structure i just got a patch on a game now where like i lost half my abilities that I actually liked, but I mean, like, change your strategy. Like, just yeah, was that a role playing or action game? No, this is RPG. Yeah, shut the it's fuck up. RPG slash, it's an yeah, RPG slash action. Role playing games, you still come out with a relatively good amount of things that you can do. You Dude, can have- when you have, when you have fought your ass to sixty five, and then you get like the fucking patch that takes away the the, the shit that you have gotten comfortable using that you've been doing all the way up to level sixty five. And then they tell you like, oh, by the way, now the level cap is 70. So like all the shit that you were owning is now like, ner- or you've been nerfed and all the shit that you were owning is now way stronger than you. And you're still like having to fight for your goddamn life and have the shit that you had that didn't work. Change your strategy. That's what I'm saying. Like, I'm not sitting here bitching about it. Like, I just find a different way. Like, dude, the entire point. What I'm saying is this. You can change your strategy because you've played this game and you're used to it. We got exactly (laughs) three six-minute quarters. We got, no, I'm sorry. No, I'm laughing because I I see what you're saying. (laughs) I see where this is going. Figure this shit out. (laughs) Look, nigga, a lot of people 
a lot of people, let's be honest, a lot of niggas played this game while smoking weed. It probably took them till the last game to realize that was a shop meter for the <laughs> Yeah. I mean, don't, don't get me wrong. Like, I, I understand what you're saying. Like, I've played games before, especially on the console, where, like, things have just changed so drastically that it's difficult to, like, do things that you did before. And it takes away the, like, actual enjoyment for you. So, I mean, I understand that. But what I'm saying is that, like, I feel like, 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 instead of just being like, well, fuck this game and fuck everything, like, the thing that I, I feel that both of you are capable of doing because you've been playing games for a very long time is, is finding what's gonna work. And I, I guarantee you, like, in two months, y'all will be talking about how you're scoring 90 points as a, cause just like you did before, it's just that you're doing something different to get to that point. I mean, hey, I Scar, understand. Scar, you've been pissing for like 38 years. Nigga, your dick got cut off. Figure out what to do. Just change up your whole style and keep going yo, forward. Yo, but what you're saying is, is Scar <laughs> should be up here, should be over here about to blow his brains out because his dick got cut off. Like, Scar, if your dick gets cut off, like, in some random accident, are you killing yourself? Or are you gonna try to, like, fucking keep living like a goddamn G? Like, what are you doing? Um, are you gonna kill yourself because your dick got cut off? Like, your entire existence is wrapped into one small part of you? No, basically. Your entire, your entire like, game. Your entire gaming experience is wrapped into your ability to own this game. Like Scar, your dick just got caught. Your dick is stuck going uh, facing upward. You just have to learn how to do handstands. That's what you're saying. <laughs> I'm saying, but but Scar, in that scenario, dog, you're not learning how to do handstands. You, you're gonna be like, well, I guess I just might as well never have sex again, and I might as well. Do, I should just kill myself. I shouldn't ever experience anything good in life. Mm-hmm. Nah, dog. That's what I'm saying. Like I, I feel, I feel your pain. And if you get your dick cut off, it's a, it's a goddamn shame. Like we but, should be, you got to roll with it, baby. Uh-huh. Man, that's what I'm saying. Like you, you got to bring that shit. Like dog, we're black, man. We're black in a country that doesn't like us. We're black in a country that's been trying to kill us for years. So when there's I no can way, there's no, there's no way in shit that I'm gonna let a video game, game beat me, struggle. dog. No, I want to live is not going to beat me. I have survived police. I have survived. I have survived other black people. I have survived crack in the eighties. And you tell me a goddamn video game is going to make me hurt? Fuck Listen you! To my struggle, you were I you were alive in like a, I, 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 I was alive. Buy this game when I buy this game with the same money that a white person uses. I declare white privilege on this game. I do not want to have to struggle. I should be above people who buy this, who get this game. <laughs> I, I should, almost I should immediately laughing at that. I should immediately <laughs> get like. One million VC points while people who get it on yeah. Xbox Live if when you it's don't realize free. this by now, I'm gonna go ahead and hit you on this game. Video games are the the ultimate equalizer, dog. It don't matter if you black, white, or in between. Them shits don't give a fuck. Like video games will fuck you up no matter who you are. It doesn't like look at your skin tone and black. Like, well, why don't you take this level? There's no white man level in a goddamn video game, with the exception of maybe Halo having like the goddamn easy setting. That's about it. <laughs> the easy setting is as close as you're gonna get to like, well, you're white, so why don't you come this way? Nah, oh, man. I don't give a shit about you, dog. And then, you know what? If anything, you should embrace that shit. Because it's not like that in any place else in life. Jay is really enjoying hearing himself talk right now. Goddamn right. Yeah. How many beers are you in? Um, this is number seven. I just opened it. I feel like we forgot that Jay was a pompous dick. <laughs> it's been, it's it's been, been a while. It's been so long since we did this show. We completely forgot. Like First nigga, we all, were talking about our ills about video games and what we're doing, and this nigga just came in and mansplained everything. 
Right. Let me tell you about this game that I've never played before <laughs> and why you should just roll with it. <laughs> Next time, you need to think about how you was dressing when you played basketball. <laughs> I'm just asking. Fuck if you, you want to shoot Scar. better, you should be in the gym more. Fuck you, Scar. That's not fair. <laughs> that's unfair. Like, I'll take Rashadi's comments, but fuck you, Scar. That's that's unfair, sir. <laughs> Next Next time, I wear a headband. <laughs> if you want to shoot better, you should dress better. You need a sleeve, nigga. Yeah, no, fuck you, Scar. That's bullshit. Um, no, I, seriously, I feel like I have to say that because Scar's gonna have me fucked up in these streets. Fuck you, Scar. I don't believe that shit at all. <laughs> I'm, I am not cosigning any of that shit. Oh man, I'll be, able, saying, to fa- I'll I'll be, be able to I, run faster if I had on better shoes. I was. You would. I was yeah, whatever. Tons of so people I was in the presence of fucking people in no, history I'm saying, have dealt I'm saying with like, troubles with video games. They are recent. Game. Why can't you? I was recently in the presence of Kareem Abdul Jabbar, so I don't have any goddamn, like, I have no sensitivity towards y'all. Yo, Kareem Abdul Jabbar is dope, by the way. I don't know if y'all are aware of this. Yeah, he's, 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 he seems like an a, a awesome guy to have a conversation with. Well, the, the weird thing about Kareem Abdul Jabbar and the, the thing that I've realized about him is that, like, this dude for real believes in America and people. Like he for real believes that like, like every person's redeemable. And like it took me a couple of minutes to, to, to understand like how much of an idealist he was and that he was like legit. Like he literally meant like, like someone asked him a question about like, uh, like a lot of people are afraid of for America and they feel like they need to make America great again. What do you think we need to do to try to help these people who have this fear? of America not being great and he legit said oh we just need knowledge and I was like what <laughs> my my entire like base stone quote is on the fact that like knowledge isn't going to solve all the problems motherfucker but he was like oh we just need to get knowledge and facts out there and, and they'll believe and, and then we'll be good and I was like wait that's not how that works Kareem none of that works this way but actually <laughs> actually it might because the, the reason why shit is so fucked up right now is because everyone believes in absolute nonsense the same way that dog. my conservative peeps are going off about the people kneeling during football games like, I, as, I, if, I as if that's a disrespect against the troops and it's been like, I feel, I feel times. it has nothing but to do we with live, we live in an era where information is at its greatest we live in an era where after Trump gives a speech there's literally uh, multiple multiple articles stating statistics that show how he's wrong and yet he still has support like I mean like we live in an era where information and knowledge has never been more plentiful and there's still ignorance like I honestly feel like I, like, I, I know that this feels like I'm just tooting my own goddamn horn but just because ignorance is the absence of knowledge doesn't mean knowledge is the absence of ignorance like you can be knowledgeable and ignorant right. at the same time. It, it, it all really depends on where you're getting that knowledge from, because yeah. like like I've always said, like um, you know um, the 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 people in general are sheep. It's just Fox News are great shepherds, yeah. great shepherds. Like yeah. they they know how to twist everything to their advantage, and that leads us to where we are right now. I mean, we we wouldn't have Trump if it wasn't for places like Fox News, which is where people get their knowledge from. Yeah, I mean, I feel you on that. I think a lot of times, so like, like even with, uh, like even with like the the actual presence of facts, you have to want to accept them. Like, you have to want to like to look for the truth. And for a lot of people who are Trump supporters, they're not looking for that shit. They just want to hear 
guess what? We're going to kick out all the people who are taking your jobs, AKA immigrants. We're going to like fucking make America great again. You're not going to like, it's just like I was passing by a sign. Um, cause I was down in uh, on Alaska, Washington, like fishing. I went to go, uh, like hang out with my girl's, uh, dad and whatever. And then he lives down like, like deep Washington. Oh, so down out, there. You going fishing with the parents though? Yeah, man. So I, I, I guess the second, was, this is the second I, I time. Was, this is the second time I've gone fishing with parents. You got, you got, you, you can I, 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 I just want to say this. Uh, seven beers in, I don't need to talk about this because it's going to get me in trouble. So, like, let me just be quiet. But I, like, I honestly don't need to talk about it drunk because it's going to, it's going to just be me dredging up how I feel about it. But the key here is that, like, as I'm going by, like, this one sign, it actually said, like, Hillary Clinton, are you prepared to pay for Hillary Clinton's $3 trillion worth of tax expenses? And my first statement towards that is fucking yes, because civilization costs money. Um, we need better, ed- like, you'll complain about the education system, you'll complain about the roads, you'll complain about all the services that the government is supposed to, like, give to you, but you'll com- also complain about being taxed. Like, you can't have it one way or the other either you pay no taxes and get shit or you get great services and pay taxes but you can't have like oh well i don't want to pay any taxes but still give me shit it doesn't work like that and i think like that mentality and that like there are people out there who honestly feel like they're owed something like the fucking government is supposed to give them shit for free and that they don't have to pay any taxes and that anytime they see someone getting something uh, from the government that's not them that that's okay and I think that's the big or not okay but that's like a, a problem and I think that's the biggest issue honestly with the government and with those type of people in general is that they have unrealistic expectations for the government they want to never pay taxes but have everything taken care of and they don't have any fucking clue about how shit works and, and they, they continue to not have clues and they continue to not have clues because they don't fucking want them they don't want knowledge. They don't want intelligence. They don't want to be better. They just really want to yell shit and be angry at people and blame everybody else for their problems but themselves because they've been told their entire lives that they work really, really hard. They can pull their asses up by their bootstraps. And that shit's not true. It's not true for anyone. Everybody has gotten a free shake from someone. We've all gotten lucky at some point where somebody took a chance at us. And while we may have worked hard to like get to the point that we are at, if somebody wasn't willing to give us a free shake, we weren't ever going to fucking be anything. That's just the way that things are. And like, it's the, like the refusal to acknowledge the fact that everything that we have has come because somebody looked at us and was like, all right, we'll give this person a chance. And then we took advantage of that chance. And um, people need to realize that your taxes go to way more than the things that you hate. Thank you. Your taxes cover so much and it's all the amazing things that you love. Like the interstate system. Do you have any idea how fucking annoying it would be to have to like not only travel from state to state, but also have trade and goods shipped from state to state if we didn't have an interstate system? Do you have any idea how fucked up it would be and how much money you have to pay for shit from Virginia if you lived on the West Coast? Man, like is people are just fucking retarded when it comes well, to y'all this. Can't, well, y'all can't get good grits, so there's that. I'm saying, like, thankfully, I have Amazon so I can get my grits shipped in. Though my bacon comes from uh, Virginia right now. I have a bacon in my refrigerator now that came from Virginia. It's thick slice. It's amazing. And I love y'all for that. You got Because fuck this bacon on this side. You got Gwaltney? Um, or something else? 
No, I have to look at it. I, I think it's Johnson's or some shit. I have to look at it. Okay. I got you. But I, I saw it was like from Virginia and I was like, yo, that's dope. I love that my Virginia, my bacon's from Virginia. It's thick cut. It's delicious. And that's the way it's supposed to be. Applewood or cherrywood? Um, Applewood. Okay. Come on, dog. Bro, <laughs> Come on, I, dog. I'm trying, I try to tell people about that cherrywood all the time. People don't, people don't believe in cherrywood. Cherrywood bacon is the shit. Bro. I can't tell, I, like, t- like for real, when it comes to bacon, I can't tell the difference. Now, like, if it's like, we're talking barbecue, I mean, I feel you. Like, it, there's a legitimate difference in the taste of each different wood that gets used. But for bacon, man, by the time I done fried that shit, I can't tell. Like, I mean, it's not, it's not, I don't mind saying that there's not a difference. I'm just saying, like, I can't tell it. I can't taste it. So I'm like, yo, by the time we had bacon stage, shit, nigga, I'm already fucking happy because we got bacon, like, filling the apartment. I don't give a fuck. <laughs> like, it's bacon, dog. <laughs> like, <laughs> I'm not saying there's not a difference. I know there's a difference. I'm just saying, have like, been, have I don't you been give smoking a fuck. too? Because you're really happy about bacon right now. Yo, how could you not be happy about bacon, dog? I mean, I like, like bacon. Bacon doesn't make you happy, man. Mm, I wouldn't say that it makes me happy. It doesn't. It, 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 well, I still have the fresh feelings of bacon because I just what I ate had bacon in it. So like, I just ate some shit where I actually just cooked bacon, and I just ate bacon. So that, that may be why I'm, I'm having. I still I'm in bacon, uh, you know, nostalgia right uh, now. Uh, maybe I'm not thinking about that. I just had some Popeyes, so. Oh man, I miss Popeyes so much. As a Popeyes down in Tacoma, and like I literally Tacoma, by the way, for folks who don't realize, is like an hour and twenty minutes from here, and it's a shitty place to to be at in general. But I honestly kind of think about like driving an hour and twenty minutes down to the uh, Popeyes in Tacoma, and just getting Popeyes like, and just coming back with like like a six pack of biscuits. It just wouldn't it wouldn't make it back to my apartment. Like I would eat that shit on the drive back. Yeah, you have to get a dozen. That shit would make it back to my apartment. Like, no amount of biscuits are gonna make it back to my apartment, dog. <laughs> like, I I could probably get like two dozen biscuits, and I would eat all them shits on the way back, and just fucking die as soon as I park my car. Just heart attack, and I'm you know, right hand to God. <laughs> nah, you you know what you do? You you, you drink some milk. See, because, you know, as a fat nigga, I understand that stuff like milk makes you feel better about the bullshit that you eat. I don't... I, actually, you know what really is the, the end all for me? is beer, man. Like, if I want to eat a bunch of, like, unhealthy shit, I just need to drink, like, three to four beers. My fourth beer, I'm ready to eat some unhealthy shit. And I just put beer on top of it, and then I, I kind of forget that I ate it. If not until, like, the next day when I wake up, I'm like, man, why do I feel so bad? Oh, that's right. I ate, like, six hot dogs and, like, six hot dogs and half a pizza while I was drinking last night. And that's that's how I know. Weed doesn't do that, though. I always feel bad as I'm eating it with weed, and it just amplifies my bad you feelings. You only eat half a pizza? Um. So, Seven uh, Eleven had a $5 large pizza. They still have it, actually. Mm-hmm. And I, I bought a $5 large pizza and a six-pack of, of PBR. I ate half of it while eating, like, while drinking the six-pack. And then I, like, I passed out from the six-pack and the, and I guess the pizza. But then I woke up and when I woke up, all the pizza was gone. So I assumed that at some point I blacked out and ate the other half. But, well, yeah. Well, like, I, as a, as a, the, as the ancient internet proverb says, Every pizza is a personal pizza if you believe in yourself. Well, or or if you black out halfway through, it's gonna become a personal pizza. 
Yo, you know where I went to the other day that I like I have like this a lot of like uh animosity towards? Do y'all have like Papa Murphy's um over in like over where you at? Nope. I've never heard of it. So Papa Murphy's, I don't know if Rashani apparently is just not here, but Papa Murphy's is uh he got tired of you you talking over him. Pretty much. I'm sorry, man. Yo, do you know what Papa Murphy's is? Yeah, they got one right around the corner from my house. Right. So like your feelings about Papa Murphy's. Well no, they have they have one here. Huh. What are your feelings about Papa Murphy's? I shouldn't have to pay money to cook my own pizza. Goddamn right, right? <laughs> like, like why Why are you charging me the same price you charge me for normal pizza when I got to take this shit home and cook it? And the best thing is when you walk in there the first time and you're like, can I get a large pepperoni pizza? And you watch them prep it and then they wrap it up and they just stare at you until you walk out. <laughs> Although the best is when like, oh, that's going to be like a 15 minute wait. For fucking what? It's like, what am I waiting for? <laughs> Murphy's is the only pizza place that I know that takes EBT. <laughs> Nigga, you got five. Like it's a, it's not cooked. What? Why do I have to wait fifteen minutes for for you to make me uncooked pizza? Oh no, God damn it! Have all the shit waste. back there. <laughs> oh my goodness! And then you get back to your house and it takes another forty-five minutes yeah. for it to cook, and you're just mad as shit because all you want is <laughs> just pissed off, like motherfucker. Like, why did I pay you for this? And your kids know. My kids know. They're like, Dad, Dad, can we have pizza? And I'm like, yeah, we can have pizza. Yay! I'm going to go to Papa Murphy. What? (laughs) Yo. Okay, so, like, I went and got a Papa Murphy's pizza because it's, like, it's right there when I uh, turn, come into my apartment. It's, like, right up the street. And I see it every time I come back from work. So I've been seeing Papa Murphy's for, like, a year and a half, right? So I'm like, all right, fine. I'll stop in. And for what it's worth, the pizza is actually really good. Like, I mean, while we're talking shit about them, the pizza is actually really solid. Especially if you get, like, the specialty. So what? It's the weight. It's not the pizza. The pizza is yeah. great. Look at the weight you wanted to cook, so it's going to be perfect. I got to wait 15 minutes for this shit to be done. I got to drive 10 minutes home, and then I got to wait another 45 for this shit to be cooked. Like, why can't y'all just cook it inside? Like, like I know y'all got ovens back there, because some of the ingredients have been, like like, oven toasted. I have oven, I have oven roasted garlic. Why couldn't y'all just slide that entire pizza in there? God damn it. But to be honest, to be honest, it's goddamn good. Papa though. Murphy's isn't the worst pizza ever. The worst no, it's, pizza. It's actually pretty Sbarro's. good. Sbarro's is the worst pizza because they so like cook a, like a, pizza like a convenience and pizza? they just put raw pepperoni on top of it and put it underneath that warmer. Shit. <laughs> Sbarro's. Yeah, we, we, we don't have one of those anymore because we don't have any yeah. balls. There's a there's a there's a Sabaros in my mall, but it's like, like you know they lost their they lost their franchising license, so it's S U B A R A A R O E S. So it's Sabaros, but it's not like for real Sabaros. And like they have like all their signs are like hand drawn. <laughs> it's like tomorrow when his wife got a divorce, <laughs> so she wanted to keep the business going. And like, like honestly, like when you walk up, I mean, it's 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 like Sabaro's Pizza that's been under the lights for like way too long. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's been sitting there for like two hours. It's like, oh, welcome to Sabaro's. It's like, dude, y'all y'all need to be sued for this shit. Before we give you this pizza, we need you to sign this waiver. Why? Is it spicy? No, because it might still be raw and you can die. Well, I'm glad y'all told me about this Papa Murphy's joint because they just Papa Murphy's is dope. Here. Like once it's you cook it, once no, you no, cook no, it, it's so, here's here's the problem. The only one here is in Yorktown. 
So okay. that means I would have to go to Yorktown, get a pizza, then back. drive all the way back home and, and cook it. Damn right. No, I don't want to do that. One of the best things about pizza, and you can't really got, leave it outside, is driving back home and opening up that box and getting a fresh hot slice out while you're driving home. I don't like doing that because I end up eating the entire pizza if I do that. So yeah, I don't have family here at my house. Like I feel like you're you're doing that for if you have family at your house waiting for you. I don't have anyone waiting for me at my house. So if I open that box up, that shit's getting eaten in the car, and then I just have like pizza sauce all in my beard when I get home. <laughs> like that's unhealthy, dog. Like I'll I'll die in the car, fucking burning my mouth on hot pizza. Hey, am I the only one? I, I figure this is like beard, a universal thing. The universal sign of your food being too hot is. <laughs> <laughs> Sucking a reverse whistle. Are <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, like like you do the uh, you open your mouth and ah ah yeah exactly you turn into an ape if it's too hot. I do like I do like the uh, the quick chew where you like just all teeth nothing else. <laughs> you, go, you go from nigga to Harambe real quick. You start sounding like Bill Cosby in that pregnancy <laughs> comedy. <laughs> push, push. <laughs> Yo, are Bill Cosby jokes okay still? I don't know anymore. I feel like I every mean, time I make one, I, I think. You know great. What? I've been listening. I got uh, Nisha got Sirius Satellite Radio, so I put up? the app onto my uh, onto my iPad. So now I have Sirius Satellite Radio, um, and all I listen to is the Foxhole. That's it. And, why? Um, why? Like, what's wrong with the? Well, okay, I like the Fox. I like comedy, but like, uh, what's wrong with Comedy Central's radio station? Is really good. Comedy yeah, Grace is Comedy Grace is solid. Um, I mean, if you're just looking to comedy, I mean, like the Foxhole. Like, I used to get irritated with the Foxhole because they would like uh, just stop and play R and B in the fucking middle of a goddamn and comedy it's set. Always Jamie Foxx. Yeah, <laughs> because it's the Foxhole. Of course, it's Jamie Foxx. It's always like, and here's one from Jamie Foxx's latest album. Except they don't say that shit because that would be great because at least I'd know. It'd be like, yeah, that's really funny, right? Ha, 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 ha. Ooh, girl, you and me a VI. It's like, what? What? Why Why is Jimmy Foxx singing right now? What just happened? Is this right? Is this... Am I still... Like, I used to actually... Because I'm in the car. I used to actually think, like, maybe I accidentally hit something like a button or something. Like, why am I listening to R&B right now? Is it- yeah, just I drove from Sacramento down to Santa Barbara, which is a good three hundred and semi miles, listening to nothing but the Foxhole. Yo, why so I've heard Barbara? all the Jamie Foxx's songs. <laughs> I think I now have Twice. Stockholm Syndrome because I like some of them. Well, actually, to be fair, Jamie Foxx actually—I mean, he's not bad. I don't dislike like uh, there's one song that Jamie Foxx does that's on a Spotify playlist for me that I, I listen to regularly call like vip and he's got some shit like honestly that one blame it on the alcohol if it hadn't gotten played as hard as it did i probably would still like it or you know just the fact that he's saying uh we had sex because of the alcohol that's probably well okay yeah but i'm, I'm just thinking about that's that indicative of that. all that's indicative of all jamie fox songs like all of his songs are like explicit, like graphically explicit, where like he's just basically explaining like how he put his dick in somebody. Like, 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 blame it on the alcohol is now Brock Turner's ringtone. Oh, you can't blame um, it on the alcohol because he wasn't drunk. Um. Oh, oh! I just thought of the most rapey thing that uh, Jamie Foxx has ever done. He's the one singing on "Please Excuse My Hands." Yo. 
here's a fun fact for you. So we were driving to Alaska and, uh, fucking, um, uh, I made a playlist and on the playlist I had the, uh, Wanna Love You Girl by Robin Thicke, right? So that song comes on and me and my girl are talking and she was like, yeah, Robin, I said, that's Robin Thicke. She was like, oh yeah, he did that one song. It's like, you like Blurt Lines? Like, yeah, I remember Blurt Lines. Yeah, I was like, yeah, the song where he was talking about like raping a chick. And she was like, what? And then she started thinking about it and she was like, oh my God, that was about like him just being like, well, if I get you drunk enough, this dick is going to get inside you whether you want it or not. And then she was like, I don't want to hear any Robin Thicke songs ever again. And I was like, you're just now coming to this conclusion? <laughs> like, <laughs> it's, it, you just realized that that was about rape? Like, that was the weirdest thing ever. Cause she just realized that shit was about rape, dog. Like, like you just realized. Well, the song is so catchy. You're not paying attention to the words. No, yeah, dog, it ain't that catchy. That's like being like, well, I mean, he was so good looking. I didn't realize he was raping me until halfway in. Well, wait, nah, wait, cause this song, <laughs> these lyrics were. These lyrics were a real live hit. I had one too many drinks and ended up at the embassy. Uh, what a pretty little thing from Memphis, Tennessee. <laughs> it was a one night extravaganza. <laughs> and like, and again, like shit. I mean, the times that I have been super drunk and I've hooked up with girls who were super drunk have been numerous, but there was consent for every single one of those. Yeah, you. Yeah, yeah. That's what I'm saying. Like, there's, there. It, it shouldn't be like, well, if like it, like really blurred lines is the statement of like, oh, let me buy you a couple more drinks, girl, and then we'll see where you feel about it after you and told her after she done told you no. Like, hey, you want to get out of here? No, nah, I don't want to do that. Okay, let me buy you a couple more drinks and then I ask you again. Want it? I know you want it. My that song came out when Kid Awesome was maybe four, and him and his friend Bryson used to sing that song in the back of my car. Mm-mm. Now that I think about that in hindsight, having a four year old singing "I know you want it," creepy as shit. Hey, dog. hey, hey! Yeah, I know <laughs> you want it. Like, no, no, you don't know that. Like, did she say no? Because that means you know she doesn't want it. This is not a blurred line, Robin. This line is very, very, very distinct. We can see it. We know the line. In fact, like just, just out of curiosity, like for real, uh, Robin, you should just assume until she says yes that she doesn't want it. Like you're assuming that she wants it and they're like, well, if I just keep trying, you need to assume the opposite. Assume that she doesn't want a dick inside of her. This nigga's treating sex like it's a basketball game and he's a center. I'm just going to back her down in the post. <laughs> well, well, maybe if she wore, uh, if this is, if it's this great flow chart on her shirt, he might be all right. Oh, man. I'm telling you, man. Yo, uh, Hillary Clinton passed out today at a 9-11. First of all, it's 9-11. Um, it's the 15th year anniversary of probably one of the greatest American tragedies. I say, I'm saying probably because this is the tragedy that affected all of America as opposed to tragedies that affect the only parts of it. But one of the greatest American tragedies that ever happened, this is September 11th, it's the 15th uh, year anniversary of that. Um, I've been like, cause I listen to NPR like crazy. I've been hearing a bunch of shit about it. So I kind of don't. You, you bougie nigga. Sorry, go ahead. Nah, I love NPR. I've, I was listening to NPR before this. I don't know why y'all are hating on me for enjoying bro, NPR. Bro. Cause you're a boozy son of a bitch. No, I'm fucking, I'm I'm a fucking liberal hippie. Have you not realized that yet? This is the greatest, this is the anniversary of one of the greatest success stories, uh, in American history. Step, step, step lightly. You live in Virginia. (laughs) (laughs) No, I mean, like, Blueprint came out on September the 11th. Okay, but here's here's what I'm that, saying. It came out on the same day. The blueprint. Yeah, and that that album should have been sung. There's no way the album should have went platinum, but it did. 
But no, like it, it all, all that album out, and then the towers fell. He was like, okay. Oh, all joking aside, though, I mean, it's, uh, that's it's a, a horn. Sorry, that's a horn. That's no, a, no, that's, no. That's a horn. It, that's a, no, 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 no. You are not going to talk this oh, horn. It's away. a moment of silence, if anything else. That's a horn. But it, all joking aside, like it's it's a relative. Rashadi, take a knee. <laughs> yeah, like it's it's been there's been like all kinds of like political shit happening. Hillary like got overheated, and then like Trump supporters have been like dissing Hillary for like. Getting overheated, which is bullshit. You know what else got overheated? My mixtape. Uh, 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 uh. Where's the reggae horn, nigga? Oh, man. Oh, fuck that. Where's the reggae horn, nigga? My mixtape, nigga. Damn it. I'm mad now. I'm mad too. I'm, I wanted reggae horn so bad right then. Reggae horn is. Oh, there it is. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Hillary came up there and started spitting that hot fire and passed out. <laughs> Yo, I will check. I will. I will. I will. Oh shit. Yo, did y'all see the uh, the commander in chief forum that that they had like what three? I guess this week Man. it was like um, on Wednesday. Man, hell no. Hell no. You didn't watch I that? I heard that shit was a train wreck. Yo, that shit was bad, dog. <laughs> it was real bad. That shit, like, Matt Lauer just... Like, Matt Lauer's entire fucking... Like, okay, so he went after Hillary. He was like, well, talk talk about the, the email scandal. And then Hillary be like, well, you know, I didn't understand, blah, blah, blah. And Matt Lauer was like, all right, so tell me how the email scandal will affect you as a president. He was like, okay, well, I mean, I already kind of said that, but all right, I didn't realize this. And Matt Lauer was like, all right, well, let me talk to you a little bit more about that email scandal. But then when it came to Trump, dog, his entire strategy was like, so uh, how do you feel about blank? And then Trump was like, oh, well, I think, you know, blah, blah, blah. And then Matt Lauer was like, well, guess what? Here's what you said in 2013. That's the opposite of what you just said. And then he never pressed the issue. I mean, like, that seems to be the case. That seems to be the case in general. Like, the people like, are still nobody's about fucking these asking Trump like legitimate questions yet. Nobody's asked Trump about like all the bullshit he said. Like, like he literally was caught where he was like, "Well, I think the the problem with the justice system is that like I would know with the uh, the American military is you know is is that the the court system needs to be better." Word. So in 2013, you said, "Well, what you expect? You put men and women in a place like in one place together. So do you think they should be segregated by gender?" Well, I think the the court system is wrong. Okay, but you didn't ask the question, motherfucker. Like, I feel like like he's not getting like no one's going after him for real. And I don't understand why like everybody's just letting him slide, dog. And there's a bunch of people letting him slide. That's, 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 that's what they've done this whole time. Well, it's it's this simple. Everybody is waiting for somebody else to do the smackdown on him. Yo, I'm waiting for the rock to just walk out and be like, You goddamn motherfucking jabroni and like kicks him and just rock bottom him, and that's it. As it for Donald Trump, Donald Trump got rocked by the, by the Rock, and then the Rock has like it like afterwards no. grabs a mic from someone and announces his presidency, no. and then we have no, the Rock as president. No, it's gonna be a damn shame what that nigga did to uh, Trump. That's exactly what that's gonna turn into. Damn shame what that nigga did to Trump. Well, I we mean, get to, to be fair, to be fair, like right now it's looking like Trump is not ever gonna be president. <laughs> like, I like, mean, we. We knew that. Like, come on. This is this is. A, it I've was said this scary many, for a little bit. Like, be real. You were a this little terrified a, for a little bit. No, I was never because I, I've always looked at this like a Romney situation. Romney seemed like a bad boy until the fucking election happened. 
<laughs> to the American people was like Romney was eh. older than primaries, wasn't he? Romney was on yeah, fire was, than primaries, dog. Romney was Romney was everything until he the actual ether election. Ether than primaries. He was like, oh, well, let me tell you a little bit about your your fucking system. And then he hit them them goddamn like general election. Everybody's like, aren't you a Mormon? And then he just got quiet as shit. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But like, I was I was worried for Trump, man. This is another Romney situation. I I, I see this happening. But it's, like, it's actually greater. Everybody than is like, like real talk. Everybody's excited about real Trump. Trump is greater than, than Romney until and, the election. And here's the beautiful thing about Trump. So Trump has legitimately defi- divided the entire Republican Party. First, second, uh, a lot of uh, Republican Senate and Republican House representatives are losing uh, their seats because they supported Trump and the people who that their constituents were, um, you know, educated white people who just happen to be voting Republican who just aren't on the side of Trump or in some cases. Uh, the large amount of their constituents are Hispanic who are now mobilized and out to vote way more than previously because of Trump. So they lost their seats, which means that the good deal of the of Congress in general is is probably going to go left, which means that they have lost their majority in Congress. Um, they were like bullshitting about that one uh, judge, the one judge, the federal judge that uh, that was actually conservative that Obama gave them as a peace offering that they didn't want to fucking take. They've been bullshitting about that until after the election. So what will happen is probably Hillary Clinton will become uh, president and be like, nah, fuck that shit and put a liberal judge in at the ninth vote, which is the, the deciding vote of the, uh, the federal court. There's nothing they, they're going to be able to do about it. Republicans are going to lose Congress and there's nothing they can do about it. And it's all because of goddamn Donald Trump. So like, while we talk shit about Donald Trump and, and also Sherman Clump, but we talk shit about Donald Trump, but like, yo, he has single handedly rendered the Republican party inept for the next four years, arguably for the next four to eight years, because I mean, like, honestly, while there's, there, there just hasn't been a Republican candidate that just wasn't exposed for being weak as shit with, by Trump. So like who else is left? Yeah. Because he, during the primaries, he made them all. He, I mean, he raped the shit out of them. I mean, and, it, it, and it's, it's a, it's a problem that, that they've had for a while. And the reason why they've lost to Obama for the last eight years is they've never had a legitimately strong Republican candidate that could win. And it was the same kind of issue because honestly, like while you say what you will about George W. Bush, he was stronger in his, his character and his resolve than fucking John Kerry was. And that John Kerry has ever proven to be. And in this case, like while John Trump Kerry, is John Kerry let let niggas try to tell him that he didn't earn his purple heart. Right. I'm like That's what I'm saying. Like John Kerry was I not earned, strong enough to be I, president. If I earned if I earned a certificate at work and somebody told me well, I ain't got no job. But if I if I earned a certificate at work and somebody told me that I didn't I have, earn that I have shit, argued I down that shit to the, the fucking I have argued down the fucking Qdoba dudes over whether or not my my coupon that I'm looking at that I can read English and you can read English is expired. I've argued them down and gotten an extra entree for goddamn free because they were just like, well, we're not going to argue with him anymore. Let's just give it to him. If I can argue down the dudes at Kidoba, nigga, you can't argue down a goddamn Purple Heart. Right. I'm, I'm arguing about whether or not I'm going to pay another $9. You're arguing about whether or not you're going to be president. Motherfucker, like, like you should have put up way more argument than that. Hell yeah. Goddamn John Kerry. But anyway, what I'm saying is that, like, I mean, it, it's just. <laughs> Rashadi is not going to put any breaks in this at all. It's just going to be. It's just going to be. be uh, it's just going to be Jay talking. 
Nah. Is Rashadi still here? I keep thinking like he's off with a uh, uh with a uh, Janisha because it's her birthday, right? Isn't it her birthday? That was it was yesterday. Oh well, my my bad. Hey, tell her I said uh, happy belated birthday, man. She's not here. She went to the movie. She went to go see when the bow breaks with her mom and her oh, nice. uh, sister. So did you do it? I mean, did you like what you get her for her birthday? Like present wise, don't tell me gross shit. Tell me shit that you got her for like as a present. Oh, I'm so glad you said. Don't tell me gross. Don't shit, tell me gross shit. What I was say. I <laughs> yeah, because that birthday. last episode got redacted. I, I I remember that. You knew what I got for her birthday, nigga. I'm saying like, <laughs> tell, tell me tell me that non gross shit that you got her for her birthday. <laughs> I got her this Black Panther, nigga. <laughs> <laughs> that was stupid, though. <laughs> you motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> I got that Dallas dog. <laughs> oh goodness gracious! She got that Dallas. That's why I was born and raised in. <laughs> um, um, I um, yo, what what Detroit tangible? Party. What tangible? Oh wait, no, it's not Dallas. It's Detroit. No, nah, it's Dallas because that D that I was born and raised in. <laughs> no, Detroit is. I thought big he was. D. From, I thought Dallas, he was from is, Dallas. Dallas is little Dallas D. though. Dallas is, it, is little in, D. In, uh, in uh, Big Sean from the from Dallas. No, he's from Detroit. Detroit. He's from Detroit? Is big, Detroit is big D. My bad. Uh, Dallas is little I, I D. I honestly thought that, wait, why is Detroit the big D and Dallas is the little D? Dallas is way better, better than first. Detroit. Detroit is fucked up. Dallas is awesome. It's, it's Detroit is, well, Detroit, Detroit is like a dick with goddamn herpes. Dallas Ooh, is healthy. $5. But anyway, I don't even need a slingshot and I'll so buy a slingshot so for $5. So you got that D. <laughs> Yeah, that's it. And then I threw a huge party for all of our friends. Oh, word, how was that? Our- Actually, you know, I got an invitation to that. And I mean, no I offense, but I, I'm not flying down to Sacramento for a birthday party. Like, I, I know you're, you're black, so I just wanted to make sure that all my black friends got I invited. I mean, I appreciate the invite. I honestly do. I actually do appreciate the invite. And at some point, like, honestly, I keep saying I'm going to come down for the holidays. I keep bullshitting saying I'm going to come down What's for the holidays. What's your job, Tommy? I need to come down for the holidays, for real, man. Yeah, do that. I'm slinging these cookies, dog. Let me holler at you for Christmas. For real, let me holler at you for Christmas. I may, I'm actually, because a Sacramento flight's like $150, man. I don't really have an excuse, honestly. Yo, I saw a thing, I saw a thing where someone said, slinging these cookies. I I saw a thing where they said, um, some airlines are going to let you put tickets on payment plans. Niggas going to be flying everywhere, dog. I have credit cards for that, though. I mean, you just use your credit card and pay it through the payment. But yeah, nigga, no. They put flights on layaway. Every nigga who ain't never been out the hood going to Disneyland. You know what I'm saying? And That's not a bad thing, though. No. That's awesome. Niggas in Vegas is going to be the best song ever. Everybody should see outside their state at least once. Nah. <laughs> it depends on what your state is, dog. Like if you're in California, don't go no place else. You're gonna be disappointed. Like you're gonna be disappointed, honestly. I'll go to New York. Um, no, New York like, is the most the disappointing city, place ever. Like the city New- is this like the city is not great, honestly. It's not it, at all. It's dirty. It's, 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 it's dirty and nasty. It is than, not majestic. The only place at all. worse than that shit is New Jersey. New Jersey is just a goddamn landfill, dog. Like the entire state is a fucking landfill. Fuck New Jersey. No, the, the entire state looks like the beginning of the Sopranos. Like that's it. <laughs> like that's, that's all. <laughs> like it's is 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 like we used to be industrial. Now now you know we're American. We don't make shit. We don't make shit. Them shit so, is shit, dog. 
yeah. New Jersey is the, New Jersey is the only place I've ever been where like I would I would walk into places and fucking trash inside of the place that you were in would be affected by the wind outside. So like you walk but, in and just be like fucking trash blowing across in the breeze as you walk in. But the Sopranos, man. The Sopranos. Oh, trust me. I don't think you understand how great California is. Like California. Oh, no, I know exactly how great California is. Like, Remember, I've been Ohio, California, Washington. California is a place that has, uh, These Maryland. Has earthquakes, hurricanes, mudslides, wildfires, and motherfuckers persist in that goddamn bitch. That's why. Yeah, Cause it's it that good. It's so California good. It's the one place that I know of in the entire United States of America where you can drive out of one climate situation and into another one in the same state. Like you'll drive out of a snowstorm coming out of the Oregon mountains yep. and drive through rain and then drive through a desert <laughs> and then just drive through sunshine. For the first time in a long time, I, I, I saw like a ski resort without snow. It was weird as shit. I, didn't, I wasn't prepared for that shit. I was driving to Leavenworth. You know what Leavenworth is, right? Mm-hmm. That's where uh, Mike Vick was from, right? Um, Leavenworth? Oh, come on. Fuck out of here, man. Leavenworth was dope, though, man. Like, have you been to the actual Leavenworth in, in Washington, Rashani? No. No. The um, I've been to Seattle, Puyallup, Kent. Uh, have, you, have you heard about the guy who uh, speaking of Leavenworth, Leavenworth, have you heard about the guy who didn't want to be with his wife anymore so he robbed a bank so he could get arrested he is now he, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he, no, this nigga had, had an argument with his wife so bad that he left the house with a pistol walked into a bank, <laughs> wrote a note handed it, to the, handed it to the teller, got like three G's and sat there in the lobby until the cops came he is now in Leavenworth he dumb Hey man, what you in here for? Murder? What you in here for? Arson? What you in here for? Well, see, me and my wife, we had a disagreement. <laughs> That's exactly what it is. This nigga walked out of the house with a pistol. It's, it, that, it, that, it, you know what? That is the definition of well, that escalated quickly. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> That's a yo. Know, how bad? How bad is your wife? Where you? Just hey, shout out it? to the black guy who tips. I can guess the race on that like a mug. That's. <laughs> You know, it don't matter what you do. I'll sleep on the couch downstairs, but I ain't leaving my own house, and I dang sure ain't going to jail to get away from you. Hell no. To the no, no. But yeah, nah, man. I just <sighs> we threw a party. Um, like a whole bunch of people came. Whole bunch of people that we invited. It was great. And then at the very end of the night, we still had a bunch of food left. And I remember commenting, well, it looks like we're going to have leftovers for like the next week because we had all this food that we had made. And then Nisha got a text message from this woman talking about, hey, um, can I come over? It's me and my son and like six of our friends. And so Nisha asked me and I was like, hell to the nah, nah, nah. <laughs> but then and, they came uh, over anyway. They came over anyway. <laughs> yeah, I knew how the story was going. And then they came anyway. And now we don't and have any food. All the food. And I was looking at them like, why don't you get out? And they were looking at me like, I'm not fucking leaving. And so <laughs> <Right>? <laughs> I was so hot. The kids came all in and ate up all the chicken, all, all the, the good chicken that I had smoked and grilled, all the hot links, all the everything. I mean, these are kids that I don't even know. She brought literally her son and five people that they had met. Man, my house. Shit. I honestly, I feel like that's that's on you, dog. Like you gotta you gotta like fucking Zulu up and be like, get the fuck out my house. 
really while my mom is there yeah man your mom would have your mom would applaud that shit son your mom think about all the times your mom kicked your friends out the house because they were eating her out of, eating her out of house and home which reminds me uh mom's is just fine uh she went back to the doctor I'm glad to hear that man. no sign of brain tumor um no sign of anything god really works dude like real talk seriously real talk. i'm super happy to hear that man tell your mom that i said uh congratulations shut up Jake. No, I'm I'm being sincere. Like, tell your mom that I said congratulations, and that I, I wish nothing but like the best for her, man. I mean, she deserves. You sound it. like y'all broke up, Jay. I'm being just, sincere, dog. Hey, hey, did you see Lucy last week, dude? Just tell her I said hey, and I just I just yo. Wish the speaking best. of last week, did y'all see goddamn uh, ATL on FX? Yes, Atlanta is such oh a. Oh my god, I love this show, dog. Such a dope show, yo. Like. As a person who has roots in ATL, what up, Leo? Um, like that show just spoke to me, man. Like I honestly, I, I fucking love that. Like I was super, I was really kind of worried about it, honestly, because I wasn't sure if it was gonna, it, it was like being built as a sitcom, and I was worried that it was gonna turn into like, like, like some bullshit. And it just, it's just dope, man. I'm excited for the next couple of episodes. I'm excited for that, man. Yo, also, uh, I, I just looked at the. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> the score in the dream team league i'm still owning thank you uh sweet baby jesus for pick number one in the uh dream team league man i'm telling you we ain't never having 16 teams in the league ever again that's a goddamn Nigga. mistake dude i don't know we have 14 now right we have 14 teams that's whatever mistake, that's dog. too much we can win eight <laughs> we are doing eight because i scored literally 51 points this week Against Scar. Wait, what? 51 points. <laughs> Wait, you scored 51 points? Are you serious? No, I said that to make you... Yes, nigga, I scored 51 points. Is there a Oh, my God. I need to look at this. Yo, I dropped 121 points, dog. Yo, really, you shouldn't have gave me that first pick. I just... I'm, I'm about to own every motherfucker in this league, dog. Like, I'm sorry for all of y'all. Oh, we talking about fantasy? We talking about fantasy? Man, this is bullshit. In my, in, my right other league, in my other league, I got Jameis sitting on the bench, and I'm mad as fuck right now because I'm down by 30 points, and he scored 30 points. Oh, oh you want to talk about other leagues? Let's talk about other leagues. Uh, in my other league, which is named uh, Jennings because I'm uh, winning, I set Amir Abdullah, who dropped 22 goddamn points, and Willie fucking Sneed, who dropped 32 points on my Bruh, goddamn I got, bench. I have... I got Willie. I got Willie Sneed on my bench. I got Willie Sneed on my bench against Rashani. I got Willie Sneed on my bench against Rashani. I mean, I'm still with his ass, but um, Fuck. yeah. <laughs> I'm so mad about like I saw that like and it, it, the worst part is uh fucking ESPN wasn't working in the first part of the football season. The first week, every week they do this bullshit. We're like all of a sudden like uh we're down. We we're not working. And I, I didn't realize how, how fucking much I had. Like, I have 55 points. I'm going to lose this game because the fucker has Antonio Brown. And Antonio Brown is going to drop. I'm, I'm up by 20 points, but Antonio Brown is going to drop, like, at least 20. And he has a kicker. I'm probably going to lose by, like, three points in this goddamn league. And I'm mad about that shit. I feel like you just went ha- from happy to sad and real quick. Because I have multiple teams, dog. We want to get into the goddamn Yahoo League where I'm just getting my ass just got like it's not even funny dog well it's it's gotten better i'm 77 to 84 
and I have like two players left, and he has no players left. Matthew Stafford overperformed. Thank you very much. Demar- Demarius Thomas, who I didn't want to pick, I fell asleep. Um, like it, the, the draft was at five o'clock. I overslept the draft, so the auto pick took Demarius Thomas. If you celebrate a 25th anniversary with silver and a 50th. I need Gronkowski to have the best game of his life, dog. Gronk is injured. Gronk is injured. He's out. He's out. He was my first pick for our league. Oh, good, because I got him on my bench. I just realized, thank God I benched him. I need Sam Shepard. Sam Shepard did good, too, actually. I need Jordan Reed to have the game of his goddamn life. Bro, I'm lose, I'm In my other league, I'm losing by exactly the same amount of points that uh, Jameis scored. I started, I started Vincent Jackson and not Michael Thomas. Mistake. I should have started fucking, apparently I should have started goddamn uh, Tevin Coleman because this motherfucker ran for like <laughs> for 100 plus all-purpose yards against Tampa Bay. And you know what the, the worst part is? I'm a goddamn fantasy sports writer. I can't fucking lose games, goddammit. Like, no, here's the worst part. Somebody on my bench scored negative two points. That's not, that's good. Negative two. Yeah, on your bench. What if you had started him, dog? But but wait, who was my there? running back that who I started? Who who scored never negative two for you? Devontae Booker for Denver. Oh. But then here's my <laughs> point. Here's my points, and this is all final except for Jimmy Garoppolo. Here's my points. Running back two points, four <laughs> points, four points, seven points, seven points, one point, zero points for my defense, ladies and gentlemen. And 10 points for my kicker. My kicker just led everybody in my fantasy league team in scoring. On my bench, <laughs> I have 11 points. On my bench, I have 11 points, 17 points, and 25 points. Thank you, Jameis Winston. Wait, which yeah, I, I got James. Like I said, I got Jameis in my other league, and I'm losing by exactly the amount of points. So what's your James team name? I sit with Kaepernick. Oh, that's you? Oh, dog. <laughs> you should have you remained sitting with Kaepernick. Your team sucked ass, dog. David Johnson Jr. against Cleveland. That's the that's the best line, matchup for him ever. Nothing. <laughs> that's, that's oh my god, oh my god. Your team. Oh my god. Your. I'm looking. At, well, you had Jameis Winston, but I guess Jordan. Is this Jordan Matthews? I mean, look, look. When Gronk comes back and when Tom Brady's no longer injured or suspended, I'm still gonna be losing. This is horrible. I think I'm looking, okay, so uh, like okay, this is a 15 point swing with uh, Garoppolo. I don't know why you started Garoppolo. I don't know what you believed in. Like I'm, I'm not sure what you thought was going to happen. I just <laughs> never took him out. Why did he you, was the? Why did you not start Jameis Winston over Garoppolo? Jameis, okay, Jamie Winston or Jameis or however you say his name. Jameis. Jameis. All right, fine, thank you. Jameis Winston is still a better quarterback than Garoppolo. Like yeah, I just wasn't thinking about it. I never went back really? to take him out. And, f- and for uh, Duke Johnson Jr., Duke, you know what? Like I'm not mad at you for that. Like you really don't have anyone better than him. <laughs> like, <laughs> like I'm not mad at you for that. You really don't have and a better running back. That's why I'm saying we're never doing a 14. A 14, team. yeah. Like you kind of got fucked because like you really don't have a better running back than him. Like even my running backs are weak. I mean, like I got Amir Abdullah because like no one understood that he could possibly be good, and then Rashad Rashad Jennings who is bullshit and Rawls who apparently is losing to goddamn Christine Michael. But like I'm not mad at you for Duke Johnson Jr. You're supposed to start him. That's your first running back. 
and your backup is Bilal Powell. Like, you're supposed to start uh, Duke Johnson Jr., and he might do better. Philly just fucking mollywopped Cleveland right now. I mean, that's not your fault. So I don't feel bad about that. I don't think you made a bad decision starting Giovanni Bernard. Uh, you didn't make a bad decision starting Allen Robinson. Demarius Thomas was not a bad decision on your part. Like, I mean, like you you made the best possible decisions. I mean, there's no way you're going to know that fucking Jordan Matthews with a uh, with a rookie quarterback goes off for that many points. That's not your fault, dog. Like, you don't know that he's going to go off for that many points. So, like, you started the best and like, Dono versus New York Giants. Steve Smith Sr., I guess, like, again, you started the best players you possibly could have. I mean, you didn't know, like, the shit that happened to you. Like, Jameis Winston's the real mistake you made. That's only a 15-point swing. And to be real, like, 15 points doesn't win you this game. I actually know it does. I take it back. 15 points would have won you this game. No, it wouldn't. Yeah, no, he, he would still be—he would still be losing by six. A fifteen-point swing. He would still be Hold losing on. by six. I'm, I'm trying to—I'm trying to calculate. I'm, I'm calculating. Do, Give me a second. Do the math. It will break so him to sixty. Twenty-five points. And I currently have sixty-six. So he would still be losing. Oh yeah. So really, like, like you did the best you could with what you had, man. Like I wouldn't be mad at this. Like obviously, you need to make some trades or some waiver wire pickups because I mean. Your team oh no, I'm about to go waiver wire, waiver wire crazy. I know I'm gonna be the number one with 54 points. <laughs> Meanwhile, Tiger Millionaire is sitting at a pretty 104 to 60. <laughs> <laughs> Niggas should have never gave me the first pick in the draft. Dog, Mike Evans, <laughs> Mike Evans, Antonio Brown, and Jordy Nelson. What the fuck were you niggas thinking? Why would you do this? Why would you let this happen? I'm so confused. I was picking like seventh. So I picked sixth. My Worst backup quarterback eighth. is Kirk Cousins. <laughs> you <laughs> like that? Theo wait, Riddick wait, had two wait. touchdowns. Theo Riddick wasn't even my best choice at running back. <laughs> <You like that? laughs> I was. I. I'm so Please like do honestly. I, I got lucky. Don't do don't having that. having the first round like pick was, was sweet. Stop, like that. Stop that. You like that? Stop you it. Like that. Stop that. <laughs> you like that? You like that? Yeah, Rashani, I wouldn't be upset about that, dog. Like, I mean, honestly, like, I mean, you did the best you could with what you had, man. I got shit right on this. On this. Like, I, my 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 second career is, is fantasy football advice. How can I have fantasy football advice if my teams all suck? We don't care. Conk <laughs> ass. <laughs> I just saw that and I was like, "That wait, did I put my starters in?" Like Scar, when they show what the projected points were at the beginning of the week, I was so upbeat. I was like, "Okay, look for my starters." Wait, these are my starters. Yo, <laughs> <laughs> fourteen teams is is stout, dog. Like that's not on you. But still, it's like, what are y'all niggas doing with your time? How are you getting fifty-one points? <laughs> that's, like, that's like, hey. Real talk. That's how I feel about my player in NBA 2K17. <laughs> like, how are you an NBA player? <laughs> oh my goodness. So, so I'm we, so sad right now. So we're not going to make no layers nest? Yo, who's Team Zeno? Uh, that's uh, Sherazar, random Zeno. Um, she has never done fantasy league before. Yo, she is owning this shit. Like, honestly, she should. Now, here's be. the thing you didn't let me finish. He does FanDuel. And I told her it's just like FanDuel. And she was like, okay, I got this. 
and she probably is killing somebody right now. Yo, the top two, the top three scores, me and two chicks. That's awesome. Which is not in any way sexist. Nah, me man, and that's, that's dope, dog. Me and two brothers, the top teams in the whole league. Who would have thunk it? Nah, man, that's not what I'm saying. I'm saying like they had like uh, one of the girls had like pick number eight. Uh, my wait, TDs are real. My TDs are real. Had a had a low pick in the oh, draft. Oh no, right? no, no! Wait, 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 wait! I don't know if you remember this young lady. Uh, she used to have a podcast uh, called Angie's Room. Um, that is Miss uh, Angela. Uh, uh, Corbin. Her and Corbin used to date. I still don't remember. I don't know who Corbin used to. Burberry. Date. Yeah, I, I know who Corbin about. is, but I don't know who Corbin used to. Um, Date. I, oh, I just, I just, I just censored myself real hard. <laughs> they used to, they used to be like uh, yeah, Bonnie. She's right, is she single right now? I, I don't know. Because her TDs are real, and I, I'm, I'm sitting staring at this picture. What? Huh? I'm oh, joking. Wait. I have, I have a girlfriend uh, right now. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. And you, you done met the parents, so you in there? Twice. Uh, he went fishing, so now he knows what else hide his uh, black body at. Give it, a, mm-hmm. give it a 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 second because honestly I'm, I'm i'm actually legitimately pissed off at this relationship right now i don't want to talk about it because i'm drunk and i'm angry and i don't that's just not good that's just not good for anybody that's how I, all lives matter didn't she no she honestly i don't i don't want to talk I don't, about don't, it don't don't do it uh, i don't, don't want to do talk it. about it i don't i don't want to talk about it on air because that shit is not cool like it is something like like i'm i'm legitimately angry and it's it's gonna come to a head because i'm pissed don't off do it. I, got, I got an all lives, i got an all lives matter at home before nah it ain't even about that man is this like when your girl called you a nigga and you let it ride um, no we, we 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 got that, we got that straight we got that straight it's not even that. Like it's it's. Hey, don't do it. Yeah, I don't. don't. I don't need to talk about it because it's just don't gonna it. it's just gonna turn into me pissed off. Yeah, don't just don't say. do it. Real talk. Let's just, let's just talk. say like right now, Jay is unhappy with his relationship, and okay. that shit's not gonna stay like that. Let's just yeah. put it like that. Either I'm gonna be unhappy with my relationship, or we're gonna we're gonna hash this shit out and we'll be okay. Or Jay's not gonna be in a relationship anymore. So let's. How the hell she point. get this lineup, and I got these niggas who can't even get fifty five. <laughs> Because you were like pick number ten <laughs> in a fourteen team. Yo, real talk. Having the first pick in the draft, like that shit, it was like the easy button, dog. Like my draft was so easy. I'm not talking about you. I'm talking about Angie. Angie's team is stacked as shit, dog. And honestly, <laughs> no jokes. Like she should be way worse because some of the players she has should be shitty, but they're fucking yeah, overperforming. Kobe, look, she's got Kobe Fleener putting up a donut in her on her starters, and she still scored 114. She has players who are like fucking Carson Wentz is an over, overperformer. He wasn't supposed to overperform, but he did. Like, that was a, a risk that she took that just won for fucking Lamar Miller is a great pickup. CJ Anderson, nobody wanted to touch because his last season was shitty. Uh, Really, and then her kicker had 17 points. So that's that's not going to be every single week, but like with Carson Wentz or no Cam look, Newton look, going for look, twenty. Well, CJ Anderson was on a CJ Anderson was on a offense that was relying on very terrible relying on quarterbacks, and they didn't. Well, no, it was relying on very terrible quarterbacks that they kept trying to push no. out there instead of running the ball. Now that they have no. a rookie quarterback, they're running the ball more, and he was probably going to be a lot better. Well, he got well. First of all, he he caught one touchdown. He got a second one. That that shit. I feel like 
he's not going to have a two touchdown game every single game that he plays. So like, if you look at his yardage, he has 92 yards against a, uh, and he is against a good defense because the Carolina defense is actually pretty solid, but I feel like they were more, uh, concerned about just like getting turnovers from Trevor Simeon than anything else. Like they didn't seem like they were that pushed for trying to like, uh, really stop CJ Anderson. And he had a, a career day because of that shit. Like that with, uh, the fucking 17 points from her kicker, which again, that's, that's not going to happen like all the time. There's not going to be a lot of four field goal games for him. Danny Woodhead, uh, with all the receptions that he had and the touchdown and 89 yards. I mean, that's fantastic. But again, Danny Woodhead is inconsistent and Decker and Jeffrey both did what you could expect from them, like 10 to nine points. So she's not always going to have that great game, that great game. But CJ Anderson's looking like he's just going to fucking roll for the entire season. Cam Newton had the worst game of his fucking like career against Denver. Like the chance of him scoring less than 20, his average last year was 23.4 against the Denver Broncos. Like 20 points is fantastic. Lamar Miller put up probably his lowest average or his lowest score of the entire goddamn year. Like it's going to be painful to have to play my TDs are real playing. Angie is going to hurt because she's going to fuck us all over because she's got a bunch of players who are just going to like have high, like super high ceilings and relatively high floors, man. I hope you're ready for this shit, man. Like, honestly, I'm worried about him and I got a fucking team. I got a squad that threw up 104 though. I have Antonio Brown hadn't played yet. So give him time. I had a squad that threw up a whole bunch of points and I'm worried about having the player, man. Like I really don't want to, like, I don't want to see her in any position. I don't want to see her in the, in the, uh, regular season. I don't want to see her in the playoffs and God forbid I see her in the goddamn championship. I don't want to see that shit. I feel bad for all y'all niggas who got them weak ass teams on this 14 team league, dog. Think it's funny till y'all wake up and somebody's made executive decisions on all y'all's teams. Yeah, I, don't, I don't play. I don't play her. I don't, I don't play her until week eleven. So I think. I think by the end. Yeah, by the end you, you're cemented that shit. I think I got her in week four, or week five. I can't remember. I made an executive. Dis- oh man, we got to talk about this real quick, nigga. So apparently, my notes. Oh, I got a week thirteen. God damn right. moment. I got a week five and week thirteen. Fuck. My note seven is now like the the Mission Impossible uh, paperwork. <laughs> my sister got it. My sister had to take hers back. She is mad as a bitch. It's gonna self destruct at any given moment. Yeah, nigga. That's I, I'm, like I'm, melting down and, and like setting people on fire, right? Yeah, I'm looking at it right now. <laughs> did you see that nigga, you see that nigga car that was on fire because he left his phone in the car? Nigga? Meanwhile, I have a note four. I have a note four that I unplugged at, uh, what time is it? It's seven o'clock now. I unplugged this shit at three o'clock. So in what, six hours, seven hours? In seven hours, my note four went from a hundred percent to goddamn 38%. (laughs) Yeah. Your, your, your house about to be the same as your mixtape. Man. Fire! <laughs> yeah, I'm just looking at it like I'm. One part of me wants to take it back. The other part of me is waiting. Like they gonna up the uh, they gonna up what they gonna offer me to take back this yep. death trap. I still don't understand why they don't just offer you another Note Seven. I feel like you've already like paid for a Note Seven 
Why are they not just well, giving you a? They don't have no seven. sevens that won't explode in stock yet. I feel like they should just be like, well, here, uh, we're gonna give you this like rental phone, or we're gonna give you like a Note Four or Note Five or whatever the last one was. Here's a Note Six. When Note Seven comes back out, you get a free Note Seven because like that's really what they should be fucking doing. It's not my fault your goddamn phone doesn't understand how not to set the goddamn shit on fire. But he already has a six. But I'm saying, like, well, here's a six. Like, here's a, a refurbished no, six. Until I, the seven. A six. I gave you a six so you can give me a seven. But I'm saying, here's a refurbished six until the seven is prepared. We, we clearly don't, don't know what the fuck a, we're doing. I want no refurb. I want my seven. I'm saying when the seven happens, you get the seven. No, 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 you, no, no, no. You want a seven to set your house not, on fire, nigga? You're not listening to no, me. No, I Jay. hear you. What you're not hearing is, you're nigga, not, do you no, want a seven that can kill you? You're not listening to me, Jay. See, bitch. I'm arguing this better than the, no. better than bitch. He, he you want to die, <laughs> like, bitch? You want to die? The sevens are killing motherfuckers. I'm you just arguing back. Have a six until the seven is done, bitch. Are you? Are I'll, fine. I'll, Take I'll, the goddamn I'll, seven I'll home. No, fuck I'll you. Take the seven I'll, home. Plug that shit in. No, I'm not taking. I want no six. I want no six. I'm, I'm arguing this like my, like I should argue my purple heart. Like motherfucker, the world doesn't need you. This is my purple Plug heart. Plug that though. shit in. Put it right. Put it. You should put this, it right next to your face. Heart. Put this it right next to your face. I earned this. Goddamn, go off. I earned every bit of it. Put this that shit right heart. on your pillow. Put that shit right on your right next to your face on the pillow. So when it catches yeah. fire, that's the first thing that goes. Because goddamn you, you should like goddamn Two Face. Fuck you. Like here's a six until the seven is fixed, or here's a seven. Fuck you. That's what it should be. Well, hold on, wait, wait. If I look like Two Face, can I get them suits? Yeah, of course. Why could you not? Yeah, if I need the suits, I'm cool. But Two Face got them suits from a life of crime, dog. <laughs> like, are you prepared that's to go to I, a life of crime? That's what I had to so do you can have, them in the first place. I'm saying, are you prepared to go to a life of crime so you can have like them, them I dope asses? Do. I do. You do. You do what you have to. That's what I had to do to get the same in the first I'm place. Ready to, I'm ready to go to a life of crime so I can have them dope ass beats. Yo, are we ever gonna like do a break ever? I just looked at this shit. It's like an hour and 20, sec- 20 minutes just now. At this point, we may as well just ride it out and then play the music afterwards. Let's do that shit then, dog. Yeah, you should have just shut the fuck up but, about a drunk ombudsman. Uh, first of all, I'm not drunk. I'm concerned about the quality of the show, so fuck you. You're uh, concerned about the quality of the show? You're concerned about. Well, thank you. I'm sorry for I'm sorry for being worried that we put up with a quality product for those of us who love our fans. What's up, fans? Said the nigga, we haven't done a show all summer. We really haven't, man. So like, how have y'all summer vacations been? Yo, I've been putting dick inside chicks. What y'all been doing? I got five. Nigga, I got four kids. Oh. We we I can vouch for I got that. A, I got a second job. Why? I, I don't have. Uh, because because honestly, I um I I took this job. Uh, as a writer because i want more writing jobs and that's what i want to be my main job and so i'm i'm putting in the i'm trying to put in the the work to try to like get to the point where like all i do is i wake up i walk out to my couch i write some shit and then i spend the rest of my day high man that's what i'm trying to do guys i've I've read your articles they're very short you need more words nigga you can read the long ass articles that i did i got like three long ass one 1200 word articles with complexities dog like i did and actually like just read the read the long articles tldr yeah i just i just i just think back to when i had a second job a part-time job and how i looked down on niggas without jobs i couldn't help myself (laughs) i was like i 
I don't look I don't look down on people without jobs because honestly, like it man, it's hard out here in these streets, man. The hustle is no, not easy. The hustle is not easy. First of all, like like I, I hate to say this, but I honestly feel like to an extent, if you're black, it's really difficult for you to like to like work the system. Like if you're black, it's so hard for you to find somebody who's gonna give you a job. Secondly, like I've seen people who are of like a particular color like get jobs based upon just who they knew and it, it's not about like it really isn't about like your credit it's not about your merit it's not about what you've done it's so much about who you know and to be real there are people out there who are white who just know more people who are in positions to help them get jobs like it is it's unfair and it's not great but honestly like like i'm in a, i have a job and you have a job rashani we both know scar but i'm not in a position to help scar get a job dog well, actually, I take that back. Scar, if, if you're trying to be a, a mortgage loan officer, holler at your boy. I can hook you up. But, like, I'm really not in a position to really help somebody of an, of another color, of, of the same color as me, to get a job. And I think it's just one of those things where, like, we may never be in that point. You know what I'm saying? No, I applied for one of those before. Yo, do you want to try – like, you would have to move out here to the West Coast. But, like, uh, you guys – like, I, let, I real talk. I know you I know you, you have your daughter. <laughs> I know you have your daughter. But real talk, man. I feel like you could. This job would be perfect for you. You could stay here with me. You could crash at my place until you got. You already got told your me food. this. I'm saying, like, I I'm offering you both a place to crash and a job, nigga. I'm just saying, you already told me. Legal I got weed, you. motherfucker. Legal weed. I don't smoke. That's because it's do. not legal. If it was yeah, legal, she... you would smoke. Trust me. Legal cheap weed, dog. I get grams for ten dollars. Strong, <laughs> potent ass grams. Potent ass grams for ten dollars. How are you not into this shit? Honestly, I can take it. I can take an eighty dollar. I can take eighty dollars to the to the shop right now and have some shit that I have my entire body tingly and me forget who I am <laughs> after one hit, like two hits. And that shit is that shit is so free, dog. That's I have literally had bowls where I was afraid to finish it. Not like I couldn't finish it. I was afraid to finish them bowls, dog. I was like, I don't know if I I don't know if I need to do this anymore. <laughs> like I don't know if this is what my life is about. <laughs> I I wasn't really about smoking about smoking weed either until I moved out here to where it was legal and I was like uh, what? I just want to point out that while you've been talking, um, Rashani's projections keep going down. <laughs> Yo, he played his best player, so that's the worst part about that. Rashani legit played his best players, dog. This 14 team league is not working for you. Cause it's hard being black and gifted. Sometimes I just want to throw it all down and get left it by the nose in my neighborhood. It's the best test around. Says the shit is less. Got the whole town on lockdown. Shout out to Tiger Millionaire. I'm not thinking about fantasy league football right now. Well, I think of real life. This is the only league I'm winning in right now, so <laughs> fuck you. I need to think about fantasy football. And tomorrow when y'all all all wake up and all your best players have been released. I need Antonio Brown to have a 10-point game. (laughs) Like, (laughs) that's where I'm at right now. I need Antonio Brown to have a 10-point game for this to be real. Like, if if Antonio Brown has a 10-point game, I win in my other league. I need him to have a 10-point game, dog. Go on Twitter and convince him to take a knee. 
I need him to have a 10 point game so hard, dog. Maybe. I need this to turn into a fucking defensive battle. Can I need I this, this so bad. Real quick? Can, I, can I get this out the way real quick? I am so disappointed in the Seahawks. So yeah. disappointed. Yeah, they, they, they tried to make it seem like they was going to do something grand and then was like, nigga, this what you did? Nigga. Exactly. No, no, fuck you. I'm an Atlanta Falcons fan. We just got molly fucking whopped by the goddamn Tampa Bay Buccaneers. About? Wait, we're, talking about, we're about talking about the anthem, bro. We're talking about taking needs for the anthem, oh, dog. Okay, okay. I thought you were about the actual team performance. It's like, man, fuck you. I'm a Falcons oh, fan, right, motherfucker. Stop. Don't, don't deviate. Okay. Jeremy Lane took a knee. He sat down. He did what he needed to do in the preseason. And I was like, okay, good. Jeremy's on board. And then Doug Baldwin put out that huge long speech that he typed up about history and all that kind of stuff. And I was like, good. There's two of us that are on board. The Seattle Seahawks are doing this. They're woke. This wonderful. And then he goes and says in the newspaper that he's going to do something that's going to really make a statement and shock the world. These niggas did the hand holding hands around the Coke bottle thing. Nigga, how do you tell people that you're going to do something that's going to really start conversation and all that and then do the wrong thing so last week uh when i was i was uh at the interview with with um kareem abdul jabbar one of the things that he mentioned is that he actually kareem abdul jabbar had a, a meeting with uh pete carroll and all of the seattle seahawks and they talked about like uh athlete activism and like uh, Kareem Abdul-Jabbar talked about uh, active, like you know, athlete activism, how he felt about it. I mean, he himself set out the 1968 Olympics, and I think that's a really good example of um, of the differences between athlete activism. So when we think about the 1968 Mexico City Olympics, the thing that we normally think about are the two athletes that uh, put on like the gloves and held their fists up in protest um of the so no one ever talks about the australian dude who gave them the gloves in the first right place. but but the the key though is that that's what we normally think about but like we miss like like you mentioned the australian dude who gave him the gloves or the athletes who actually just refused to be part of the olympics so like uh kareem abdul jabbar for example refused to participate in the 1968 olympics because um the commissioner for the 1968 olympics so this is the same commissioner who uh banned all jewish athletes to keep from making hitler upset so like what what we miss in most cases is that when it comes to athlete activism is that like we're not always going to get and when it comes to activism in general like we don't always expect activists to do things that we appreciate or the things that we agree with i mean like i am all for the black lives movement but like when i saw activists who were standing out in front of the freeway like trying to stop traffic and like shut down an entire city i thought that's dumb as shit like that didn't seem like that was something i agreed with and what's happening here is that like with athlete activism is that like even if we agree with their their cause and with their their complaint we're not going to agree with the way that they choose to to express themselves but they still have the right to do it and that's the thing that that's more important than anything else is that they have the right to express themselves in whichever manner they choose i agree with you i think that what the seahawks did was weak and that it wasn't the best use of their platform but more importantly I think that they, that the fact that they had the right to choose how they decided to be activists, to choose how they decided to express themselves is still a step beyond what, uh, we have always had. And I think that even with the, the way that they chose to do it, the fact that they are still opening a dialogue about the problems that we have in this country. No, no they're not. No, they're not. No, they're not. Stop. What they did is they took the safe route out by they, holding hands and standing maybe, up. Maybe it may, it may be the, the it may be the safe route. 
but it's still something that was saw. It was still something that was seen. It's still something that was seen. It was still something. It was still something that was seen on a national level. What they did was all lives matter. But what they're doing at this point, I'm I'm not going to argue with you about the effectiveness of it because I agree with you. I think that this was the least effective method for them to do that. But to say that, like to equate what they did to nothing, because that's what you're doing right now. You're equating no, their I activism. You're saying that what they did was was either I'm nothing or worse than nothing. Doug Baldwin said he was going to do something big. I believe that Doug Baldwin said he was going to do something big, and he meant he was going to do something big. And then he went home, and his family told him, "We need this money." Well, I mean, I, again, I feel what you're saying, but what I'm saying is, is this, like. No matter what the actual gesture was, no matter what they actually did, they had they took advantage of having a higher profile than normal people. And they were able to even if it's just they get the opportunity for us to have this discussion, for us to have the dialogue about why they felt the need to do anything other than just stand there and listen to the national anthem. Like, yeah, there it would it could have been way harder. It could have been way harsher. But they still are taking advantage of the opportunity of an increased profile to actually like open a dialogue to have people who wouldn't normally think about these things and people who would normally talk about these things actually do that. And while I'm not saying that this is the most efficient way to do it, while I'm not saying that that they didn't push out to an extent. What I'm saying is that they are still doing things that while we may not agree with the way they do things, they are still doing things in a way that still opens some form of dialogue and some form of conversation of like what if, if nothing else, why are the Seahawks players doing that? Oh, because of they think that like um, the police brutality in the country against uh, minorities is too strong word i think that that little bit of a seed is still better than nothing and while you may think that they didn't go hard enough in the paint going any amount is still better than doing nothing i mean like not everybody is going to be on the front line not everybody was on the front line getting like german shepherds and hoses like sprayed on them the first thing that everybody recognizes in this in in this display, the first thing that everybody recognizes is either sitting or kneeling at the national anthem. They stood. At that point in time, anything that they want to do was not going to be seen because what they see, what everybody else sees is that they're doing exactly the opposite of what all the other athletes are doing. And, but the, the worst, the they're, worst they're, part about they're it. They're doing what culture, what, what, what the corporations are telling them to do. That's what everybody sees. And uh, that's my thought about it is, uh, well, to be honest, sitting, if that was the case, sitting, if, if sitting that was, or kneeling, if that's sitting or the, kneeling today is never, it wouldn't be taken any way other than hostile. So like, they, I mean, did, they, also, did, like, they did the right thing as far charged, as that goes. It's charged on a bunch of different levels because it's 9-11. It's a time when we want solidarity as Americans. And more importantly, like if they if what they did was if if what they did wasn't seen or heard of, we would be talking about the fact they didn't do anything. But the the we're not arguing about that. We're arguing they didn't do enough. If he hadn't advertised that he was going to do something, it's going to shake up the world. But I'm saying I'm saying though, but I mean, like, what maybe he thought was going to have a greater impact. I mean, there's no way that like Doug Baldwin isn't uh, a prognosticator. Doug Baldwin doesn't have the ability to see the future, dog. Like he may have thought that it was way stronger and that was way a much stronger statement. Not to mention Doug Baldwin doesn't even know how much Doug Baldwin in doing that, Doug Baldwin in saying that may have just been trying to make sure that he that after they stood for the the national anthem, they procured enough attention from the media to actually see the thing that they were trying to do okay 
So right now what I'm waiting for is the video of him after the game talking about how black lives matter. Because what he did before the game, the day before the game, is that he told niggas what he was going to do while putting up a quote of Martin Luther King. Okay, he so... Told so he was gonna wait, punk out. wait, 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 wait. We do comedy. So I don't. I don't this, look. No, to, to y'all get to talk about politics, I, and I don't say no, nothing. No, no. Say, say your piece, man. You say your piece. I believed that they were going to make a statement. I was happy that they were making this statement because nobody was making this statement on that team except for Jeremy. I needed big name players to make that statement, and the one thing that the big name players did was said, "We should fall in line." I feel you. Mm-hmm. I feel you. Okay. Man. I mean, look, while they were doing that, as a matter of fact, as a juxtaposition, as they were doing that, the Dolphins across the field were kneeling. I feel you. Yep. No, I mean, I feel you. Like, I, I see what you co- where you're coming from, man. Yeah. I feel you. Okay. So let's get back to some funny. Uh, uh, Jay. No, Jay. No, no, no. Jay. Jay. Jay, be quiet. You're pretentious nah, dick. Nah, nah. Um, All I'm saying is this. I feel no, no, you, no, no, no. Pretentious like, no, 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 Stop that. But stop this. No, stop this. No, man. Like, Jay, like no, that's bullshit. bullshit. No, no, no. That's, fuck that. That's bullshit. I'm not going to say and pretend like I don't have like anything outside of just my ability to be funny. Like, like why can't we have a conversation about something that is serious? Real talk. We're not fucking clowns, nigga. We're not. We're not clowns. We're not people who are just here to entertain. We have actually emotions and feelings towards things. And like, honestly, I think that it's not Rish- about the Rish- fact Rish- that Rishani is so, Rishani is so and, angry. And like, there's no reason why he shouldn't be. Like, I don't know why we're so afraid. I don't know why we're so afraid of fucking people having passion. Why are we so afraid of someone being angry? Well, here's what I understand. People tell you like, calm down. Don't be angry. Why are we so afraid of anger and passion and reason and emotion? We should have those things. There's a point where you're, you're no, Fox News and me right now. Let me speak. You're Fox News and me right now. There's a point. Where you're Fox News have, me. That's not what I said. I'm saying there's a point where we should have emotion and anger and passion. I'm sick of people telling me that I can't be upset, that I can't be that's angry, not. that I can't feel something because like, oh, well, me, oh well, quit being angry. That's not the way it is. Don't like, Fox, nigga, you're allowed to be me, angry. Bro. You're allowed to be passionate. You're allowed don't to feel Fox. something. Don't Fox News me, bro. I think I think that this is a good time. I'm not trying to Fox News you. I'm just saying that like. Like I'm, I'm, I'm just, I'm sick of being told that like I can't be upset or passionate or angry, like because it's like, like it's unproductive for us to have conversations about how we feel. Me, me, the guy, the guy that you're talking to, I didn't say that. Don't Fox News me, bro. I'm a Batman. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. Like, like, no, no, my bad. I'm just saying. Like, it, it, it irritates me. When like like when someone is actually passionate about something, we try to sweep it under the rug and try to pretend like oh like well you can't be upset or you can't be passionate or if you're passionate about something you're wrong. That's a fucking fallacy. You can be as passionate about any any particular thing that you are passionate about and be correct and be actually and just be at the point where you're fed up with it and upset. And I, I'm so sick of people trying to act like you having emotions negates your actual logic and negates your ability to be rational. Like. Rashani feels a particular way about something. It doesn't make him any less right. It doesn't make him any well, less rational. No, and we can't no, negate no, the way he feels my about it. Is not that, no, no, my point is not that Rashani can't be hype about this. Rashani is getting heightened because of you, dumbass. Like, this is, this is, well, this like, is okay, what I'm saying though is like, like I, I didn't understand his viewpoint. He got, he, I didn't understand his viewpoint. He got passionate about it. After he explained his viewpoint, I understand where he's coming from. Like, that, that's the entire keep point. Going? Because and here's here's the thing that because I'm, because I, I've because that, I've been the, taking his platform from him this entire time, and I'm saying like I agree with him. Most, Jay, is the fact that 
when you see other players on other teams doing these conscious, beautiful things for black folks, you want your team to do that. Yeah. You know, you want your kids to be able to say, my team did that. I sat down with my dad and we saw some of, some of his heroes and some of my heroes do that. And so when you see your team doing the exact opposite, <laughs> that is, and that's not my niggas moment right there. <laughs> but so when, what I'm saying is like, I, I, I mean, I'm sorry for like, like, like even standing in no. your way on this. I agree with you now that you like, now that I've actually heard you, I agree with you, man. The biggest, the biggest problem with what, the biggest problem with what the Seahawks did is the expectation that they set before they actually yeah. did the fart. It, I mean, it was really a fart. Um, like the, it was like, it was like that video of the dude building up to the, to the beat break and then he missed it. <laughs> yeah. And then the other guy came behind yeah. him and actually did it. And that's what the that's- Dolphins did. And that's what the Dolphins did. Exactly. Okay. But here's here's my question. And I'm I'm curious about this because I wanted to ask this uh of Kareem, but like um so I had a bunch Name of questions. Drop. I had no, yeah, I know, right? I had a bunch of questions for Kareem, but like what happens there were a bunch of people in line, they're like, you get one question only, and I didn't get in line to ask questions because I don't want to ask one question. I feel like that's bullshit. I wanna ask I wanna have like a full conversation with him. So like my question for him, like he says, and it's something that I agree with, that like athlete Athlete activism is something that that is needs to be done, and if you have a platform to like to to put forth something like about your political views and try to like uh, make awareness happen about something that you think is that there's no awareness about, that you should be allowed to do that. And I agree with that. I think that you should use your platform to do that. But like we always assume that like athletes and activism are going to be things that are more progressive, that are more left leaning. And we always assume that they're going to be doing things to try to like improve the situation on earth. What if there was like uh, a group of athletes who um, were not standing for the uh, national anthem because they felt that global warming wasn't a real thing? Or it was a group of athletes who weren't standing for the national anthem because they felt that uh, welfare or they felt that like uh, social programs were being abused or they felt that immigration reform uh, needed to happen or they felt there needed to be a wall between us and another country. Like, how do you feel about, like, athlete activism uh, taking a, a far right stance or even taking a more conservative stance? Look, I'm I'm I just my mindset is I'm tired of people thinking that athletes are mindless drones or that they're stupid jocks or that they don't have a brain or anything like that. I get excited when they stand up for anything that they believe in. I get excited when they sit down for causes that they believe in <laughs> or Neil because because if they do that other people their followers their fans their whatever they're going to continue that dialogue so whether it's good or bad that dialogue will then be out there so you really honestly believe that if there was an athlete who uh took a nail for the uh, national anthem and they took talk to him during an interview and he was like well i think that we need to do something to stop all these mexicans coming in and taking our jobs we need to tighten up the borders and stop immigration you're okay with that you know uh, what? Then Tom Honestly, Brady do that last year with the Trump hat and then backed away did from Tom it. Tom Brady do that last year? He put he put a Trump hat in his locker while he was being interviewed. And then when they started asking him questions, he backed away from it like a bitch. And that's what I'm saying. They will ask him the question and the cards will fall where they may. People may relate to it, people may not, but it's better than him just staying silent. I don't know. No. Like, I feel like it's a dual edged sword. Like I, like, like Look, I said, I feel hey, like it's just if you really, really, really believed in something, like you really believed in something, and nobody else believed in what you believed in. Like I was watching um, 
Hard Knocks, the Rams season. That's this season that just ended. Yeah. And there's a dude on there who believes that mermaids are real and that dinosaurs are not. <laughs> and nobody can tell that nigga nothing. But you know what? If you go on the Hard Knocks Facebook page, there's like three people who are like, you know what? I've been thinking that for a really long time too. It's a stupid idea. Nobody else believes it. Everybody's laughing at him, but he's standing behind it, and people appreciate his honesty, and they're like, starting to dialogue. I feel about like it. I, feel yeah, like my, that's, I got, I like I got a Facebook friend that's a flat earther. I feel like that's a little far fetched, and the reason I feel like that's far fetched is because, like, when it comes to issues that affect us as human beings, whether or not the dinosaurs existed really doesn't affect. Um, our policies or affect us as really doesn't affect us. It's just more like, oh, well, we found out um, he thinks if, that memory's real. If, if the dinosaurs didn't exist, how, then, how does it affect? How does it affect, if, how does it affect you no, when it comes let me to? Let answer the question, though. Go ahead. Go if ahead. dinosaurs, if dinosaurs didn't exist, then that means everything that's in the Bible is one hundred percent accurate. Nah, done. Like you're you're taking the stance of like. Either that's, or. That's how it seems. You're, that's taking, how a, it you're taking a stance of either or. You act like there's not a that's third or seemed. fourth or fifth or sixth option. No, 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 no. I'm telling you that's how it seems. I'm not saying that I believe either way. I'm saying, I'm saying that like, that's how it seems. Like, well, in that case, you're essentially going black or white, which is bullshit because that's a fallacy. The black, it's it's the called a black or white fallacy. Right it can't be either or. Like, just that's because. There are no dinosaurs doesn't mean that the the Bible happened. There could be a bunch of other shit that could have happened in between. That's the issue we're having right now, Jay. It became a black issue. But I'm saying, like, that's bullshit. Like, saying that it's a black or white issue, like, well, if either A or B happened, and negating the fact that there are other options that could have happened in between, there could be a combination of both options. It could be uh, something that we just don't understand. But what I'm saying, though, is, and this is not, that this is, I think that negates it because that doesn't actually affect us as human beings. Um, I think, like, if you have an athlete who takes Jay's a- points went down again. I mean, um, yeah, I mean, uh, <laughs> Rashani's points went down. I'm sorry, Rashani. I want you to win. Um, but what I'm saying is, like, if you have an athlete who is supporting, essentially, for the lack of a better term, supporting a very ignorant standpoint, who uh, honestly is supporting something that you don't agree with, that there's no science behind, but is using his profile and and his influence to get other people behind it to like what if there was an athlete who came out and was like you know what i'm voting trump and you should too and there was a bunch of people who were like you know what i think i'm gonna vote trump too like you should be concerned about that shit right like we would all like we're all like oh well athlete activism that's what we're all about because it opens the dialogue but like to believe i have to believe that if if one goes the other one can go just as well i mean it's up to me being the, the, the the intelligent individual to decide what works for me i mean personally i'm not listening to no athlete on nothing like i don't right, give a shit do you think that that's that's the the, the stance that the, that a lot of people take? And no. more importantly, if if they lead a bunch the, of people towards issue. if they lead a bunch of people towards like voting for Trump or uh, the fact that if, like or say that like global warming that. isn't real or try if, to say that like we need to that. end welfare or we need to end if social they do that. or if, if they, they, do they that, say that, that like if they say like the way a woman a woman dresses is more is is has more to do with with her being raped than the actual rape. I can disagree. And I have, but but I have to let him say whatever it is he has to say. I just feel like that's one of those things where like it's a dual edged sword. Like, well, I'm all for 
Um, I, 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 think I can't that, be I can't be all for one and not and, and right. not like that, and that's that's, that's legitimate like internal struggle I'm having right now. So like this isn't like me just like trying to play devil's advocate. I'm legitimately having this internal struggle in real ter- like in real time of where like I'm like yeah, uh, athlete activism is a great thing, but what happens when they start like being activists for shit that I don't believe in? What happens when they start being activists for shit that I think is just fucking is fucked up, like? As a whole, like, it's easy for me to see people who are conservative, who are attacking uh, Kaepernick and be like, those goddamn racists are those horrible people. But what happens when the athletes start being, uh, like, activists for shit that I don't believe in? What happens when we get, like, the first conservative? Because it's going to happen. It's going to be an, an, an athlete who's conservative, who's outspoken and who uses his profile to speak in a conservative manner. Like what happens? Like how do I feel about that? Do I become that same person who I like? I feel like condemning now, who's attacking uh, Kaepernick because uh, they don't agree with his stance. Do I become that? Do I become that same person? And, and might, even more, I can disagree. No, no, no. I can disagree with him, and I could, I could intellectually disagree with that person that does that. But like when when I take it to when I take it to my social medias and attack that person, that's when I cross the line. Attacking them them for yeah, I think that's the one. As long as you attack their ideology, is okay. Yeah, as as long as I can intelligently say I don't believe this. Here's why. I think I'm okay with that. But the moment, the moment, um, the moment I change what the hell they actually say, because no one, no one who actually listened to what Kaepernick has to say should actually disagree with him. No. Um, but. But, you know, because the, 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 the problem is a lot of people, you know, the Fox News effect, they changed what he said to be against the military and all of this stuff. And one of the yeah. first things he said is, I'm not against the military, but that still persists because of what, you know, because of what these people believe. And that was the line that got crossed. Like when, I can, I can intellectually disagree with someone who goes far right on this. I could just say, you know what? He he has a right to do whatever he wants to. I disagree. Here's why. And then I just leave it there. If I leave it there, then I didn't cross a line. And what these people are doing is crossing a line. And, and what the Seahawks did was tiptoe on a line like bitches. Like real talk, I've had so much cognitive dissonance over that in the last week where I've been, I've been turning over and over on that where I'm trying to figure out like if, if somebody decided that they were going to be activists about something that I disagreed with, uh, with, like how do I address that? It's just like, like, you know, I've, I've actually been spending a little bit more time on Twitter than I normally would. And I've actually been tweeting on Twitter and like looking at stuff and reading things that people have said. And like I find myself at a point where like I see people who are, um, legitimately angry against those who are Muslims. They're legitimately angry against people who are more liberal than they are. And would I see you, like, would you, call that, would you, would you call that legitimate anger? No, I mean like when I say legitimately angry, I mean like they, they it's not like, uh, it's not fueled by anything outside of just a legitimate hatred or a, a actual dislike of that person. Like when I say when I say legitimate, I don't mean like they should be angry at people who are Muslim. I mean like they honestly believe that uh they're right in their thought process. Like they honestly believe like they're angry. Like they're not just like pretending like, well, I don't want Muslims in my country. They fucking hate Muslims. Like well, that's what I mean. Andrew Shepard on the American president. Uh being an American or, or loving this country means uh standing on one street corner 
shouting what you believe in at the top of your lungs while somebody across the street from you screams what they believe at the top of theirs. And I understand that. But what what I mean is that my biggest gripe and my biggest problem with with all of this has been I have looked like hatred and in the face, it seems, where there are people who their entire reason for disliking someone just happens to be because of their religion. Uh, there's things that and it's it's just it's documented so heavily. And I live in Virginia. I know. I'm from Alabama. <laughs> what I'm saying is, I'm from. Uh, I don't forget the, where I'm from. I re, I have been in places where there are people who have uh, legitimately hated, like legitimately hated people because of their religion and because of their skin color, and it's one of those things where I I have I, I've always assumed that these were people who, um, for lack of a better term, were just. Uh, disenfranchised these are always in my mind has always been people who uh, could not like find their American dream or people who could not find their way and they've just like just resolved to just being like well we hate everyone that doesn't look like us but what I'm starting to realize through the midst of this campaign and through the midst of this presidential election that's, uh, season that's happening is that these people aren't disenfranchised. There are a lot of people who are just built towards disliking people who are different from them. And no matter how much you talk to them or how much uh, knowledge you give them or how many facts you share with them, that's what they are. And it's at a point where like, I, I just don't understand like how to deal with that anymore. Like I, I, when I was younger, I was way more militant and I was like, fuck those people. We should kill them. And as I'm older, I'm realizing, well, that's not a, that's not an answer. That's just as bad as anything else. But I'm saying like, how, how do we deal with the fact that there are a, a large amount of people who honestly are fueled by hatred and fear and anger and no amount of knowledge and no amount of facts are going to change that, that they like, we really, there are people who we really have to wait until they die because that's pretty much all we can do. And, and just hope that they never gain the majority for this country. Like if anything, the Trump presidency has opened my eyes to the fact that there are some people who I honestly believe deserve to die. And I'm struggling with the concept of the fact that I honestly want people to die because of what they believe in their ideologies, because I feel like their ideologies are so fucked and that they're so fucked that there's nothing, there's nothing better for them than just death. And I'm, I'm legitimately having a hard time. Like I'm struggling with this because in, in all honesty, that's not the type of person I, I feel like I want to be. And that's not the type of person I feel like I should be, but, but, but I don't know what else is left. That's the type but of it's exactly what Kareem told you. The only thing that's going to get us out of it is knowledge. But like, because the lack of knowledge, the lack of knowledge is what got us here. The lack of knowledge. There's no such thing as a lack of knowledge in our world anymore. Everyone has access to the internet. Everyone has yeah. access to the same knowledge and facts that I do. Yeah. We, we have, all have access to the same facts have, and knowledge. It's, just, it's, a, it's a, a complete we, and it's a complete and co- it, it is a literal complete denial and we, failure. How, how we access it's a complete is the refusal problem. to believe the facts. It's a complete refusal to look at what they are. Like I, it's hard for me to like honestly like I have been in a full struggle on this for the last two or three months because in all honesty I'm at a point now where like I feel like we should all have guns and start shooting and see who survives. 
because it, it like I don't see anything else better. I don't know how we're going to get any better as a nation when we have people like when I watch stuff where I see on Twitter uh, where they, they show Trump rallies and people are saying, hang the bitch, fuck the bitch, fuck niggers, fuck Muslims, where someone's get wearing money. someone's wearing uh, <laughs> where someone's wearing a fuck Islam T-shirt and other people are taking pictures with this motherfucker like like he's doing something incredible because like, I, I can't even I can't even begin to like deal with that. Like in my mindset, I kind of want to just fucking get guns and ride because like, what else can I do? I I can't change their mindset. I can't make them any better. I can't like, like all the knowledge in the world exists already. And it's it's not a a fact that we don't have in like knowledge in our our fucking sphere is that there's people who just completely refuse to look at knowledge and facts and acknowledge the information that's around them. We live in the most informed age of our time. At this point, it's not a fact that people don't want to see, or excuse me, it's not a fact that people can't see what the facts are. It's a fact that people don't want to see it. Like, how do you deal with that? Like, when I was looking at, uh, Hillary Clinton had this whole statement where she said that like 50% of Trump supporters are the most deplorable people in the world. At first, I was like, how dare you call someone deplorable? And then after I thought about it, I was like, yeah, I guess you're right. Like, like they're fucking terrible. They're the worst, the common denominator, and they don't deserve to be part of the human race. But, like, who am I to fucking cleanse them? I mean, that's almost as bad as when uh, Cannabis said 99% of LL Cool J's fans didn't exist. <laughs> no, no. Uh, LL said that to Cannabis. He said... Oh, yeah, he said uh, 99% he said, of his fans wore dresses. High heels. Yeah, that... But that's what I'm saying. Like when when you're looking this in the face, it's 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 not a fucking small majority. It's a fucking movement of people who honestly feel that they're correct, and there's no amount of knowledge because if knowledge was all it took to change their minds, then they would their minds would have been changed already. These are all people who have access to the internet and television and facts. They have access to the facts. You know, and you are well aware of the fact that it is majority rules in any situation that we're going through in this day and age majority rules everything around here and, and like, to that, to that wrong, I would point to the American Revolution majority rules. to that I would point to the American Revolution the actual American Revolution the, the war that set America free from Britain we weren't the majority majority rules everything around me son uh, we weren't the majority during the American Revolution we were just we, we, were, we were no we weren't there were there were far more British citizens than there were American citizens our Americans or people who were British citizens who didn't want to be British citizens anymore I mean we got some support from the French obviously but we weren't the majority like being the majority doesn't necessarily win the day for you and, and in this case being the majority if the majority are more geared towards negotiation and talking it out and trying to find a peaceful solution and the minority are way more about like, nigga, we got guns. Let's do this. You telling me that there are so many situations where the majority doesn't win because the minority is far more militant than the majority is. I'm just sad because my Negro majority joke didn't work. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> you know, you know how many jokes I've made that's, that's on the floor because Jay keeps talking about <laughs> Oh, man. My bad, oh, man. Right. I mean, like, I, honestly, like, honestly, truth be told, I need to start my show back up because that, that's, this is the type of thing that would be better addressed on my show. 
I just, I don't, I'm not ready for it, man. Like, well, not even that. I'm actually more prepared for it than I ever have been. I just, I like, there was a point where I believed that, like, I could actually make a difference with my show. But, I don't the, believe but the, 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 prob- the problem with what you're saying is there are people on the other side saying the same thing and they're preparing for a race war that we can't win. At this point, and this is going to sound real bleak, and I just need you to understand that I've realized that this is bleak. At this point, the race war has already started. And more importantly, more importantly, it's not, there's not going to be a winner or a loser. There's going to be survivors and people who didn't survive. And nigga, I want you to survive. Like, I want my race to survive. But right now, the race war, there's no winners or losers in a race war ever. I mean, there's no race war or any amount of genocide that you've seen where there's been a winner or a loser. It's already started. At this point, it's about a person who survives and who doesn't survive. And I hate to say it, I, I like it sounds bleak and desperate. And I, I wish you, I honestly wish nothing more than for this to be completely false and me being paranoid. But I haven't seen anything to make me feel that this is the actual case. The truth of the matter is, is that the race war has started and we're being wiped out. We're being, we are being systematically removed from any type of argument, from any type of dialogue. We're being removed from a sense of, uh, political. We're being removed from a sense of physical. We're being removed from a sense of even just people negating what we are, have been saying for years has been happening to us. So, I mean, the race war has already started. The race war has been started. We've been fighting since the sixties. And we've tried peacefulness. We've tried like boycotts and we've tried like our, we tried our economic power. We've tried our, our, like our diplomatic abilities. And so far, nothing has worked. We have been getting wiped out and we're continuing to be wiped out and we're going to continue to be wiped out until we realize that the only thing that we have left is a legitimate physical power, a legitimate strength. And I don't even think that that's a war we can win. So what do we do? We don't have the ability to all pick up guns because we're fucked if we do that. We don't have anything else left. We just have to hope that somebody cares a little bit more about us than we care about ourselves. And the truth of the matter is there ain't been anybody who cared more about us than we cared about ourselves. And we really haven't cared about ourselves in the first place. I believe the children are the people. I told you it was going to be dark when I started. Teach them how. That didn't need to be. All I'm saying is, I mean, I, I wasn't trying to take this in the direction <laughs> that we went, but I mean, we're here now. Tell me I'm wrong. I want to be wrong. I, I want really want. I want this to be. I want to be wrong because it's bleak as shit. I want it. I want someone to look me in the face, like, nah, nigga, this ain't how it's working. I would prefer that. But so far, all the facts that I've seen have pointed towards this. That we are legitimately being eliminated from the fucking zeitgeist that is America. All the things that we had have been preempted. All of the cultural influence that we had, preempted. It's not ours anymore. Other people are doing it better than we do it. So, what's shit right now, I'm just, I'm just being real with what I've seen. I mean, like really, bleak. I mean, I know. I, I mean. I know. I, I'm, I'm not happy about it either. Like, legitimately, I, I stopped. I stopped smoking because of this shit, dude. Like, I quit smoking weed. Like, I quit smoking because I was like, look, yo, I can't deal with this. Like, the weed is not making this better. But tell me, tell me, I'm wrong. Like, I want to be wrong. Like, I, I honestly want to be proven wrong by somebody. 
I want somebody to look me in my eyes and be like, look, no, nah, nigga, this not really happened like that. You're mistaken. But I'm not. Stop smoking herbs. Stop smoking reef. <laughs> but anyway, like, I mean, I realize this is not that this is not the forum for that, not nor is this the platform for me to talk about it. Is it? Friends who talk about issues, whatever it may be. If there's no issues, we talk comedy. But this is a real issue. Like I, I'm like I I don't know like I legitimately don't know like like I've I've had an identity for my entire life because I've been black. This is the first time in a long time where I fucking don't know what to do anymore. Like I don't know like like I don't I honestly feel like the best thing that we could possibly do is not good for any of us. But the best thing we can do is go in a blaze of glory where we all grab our guns and the next person to pull us over we put two on the chest and one in the head and we call it a day. So what you're saying is I shouldn't ride in a car with you. Exactly. <laughs> what I'm saying what is... You're saying, what you're saying is I'm glad I'm on the other side of the country. What I'm saying is this, and I don't want y'all to take this as anything other than what I said. Do If you hear about Jay getting killed by the cops, you know what happened. That's what, that's what we're at at this point. We're legitimately being eliminated. And like nobody else gives a fuck about it. Like nobody cares about it. Like like everyone like is talking bullshit about like well all lives matter because you know us saying black lives matter is crazy, and because any black person who tries to like most of black people who are trying to like who are actually realizing this shit is happening and is trying to like step up and be like low yo we should do something about this has to meet with this this bullshit that comes from the establishment that like just because it's not about them they don't give a fuck. And it's because, like, anyone says that something matters beside them, well, something's wrong with it. It's the same people who are complaining about the fact that when they see advertisements that involve uh, someone who's not white, they get angry. Because it's like, well, how come there's not a white person in this advertisement? Because we've seen advertisements with white people for fucking 500 years. We've seen advertisements with white people for so long that we can do without one. And people who get upset because they see her jobs. It's the same thing that's happening in France right now where they're fucking trying to, like and the burqa because they don't fucking understand it it's it's just a a systematic it, it literally is a systematic like removal of anything that's not white and christian from the earth and that shit is fucking terrifying for me because i'm neither white nor christian and like i mean like like i said i went to go see our kareem abdul jabbar and he believes the american hey, people and he believes in the American government. I don't believe in it anymore. There's nothing that's ever made me think that the American government is going to be the saving grace of the black race. There's nothing that's ever made me believe that the American government cares more about me than I care about me and my race. But there's nothing I can do. Like, we don't have the firepower. We don't have the strength. There's nothing I can do. But sit here and hope that, like, some white people care about me more than I care about my own race. And I just don't believe that. I've never believed that. Shit is bleak, man. It is. I mean, well, I look at it, um, and there's there's been times when I've been absolutely terrified because these people who are getting killed, like Mike Brown and some of the others, um, they look like me. Like these are, you know, these are these are just, you know, they were just large black men in the wrong place at the wrong time, and it uh-huh. wasn't their fault. Um, and I have to look like I, I look at myself in the mirror, and I'm, and sometimes I do wonder if I'm next, and that scares the shit out of me. But at the end of the day, like it's 
it's out of my hands and I don't want to feel like I'm laying down but I think if I'm in that situation I might have to that's what I'm saying like like how unfair is that that laying down is all that you have that standing up for who you are and standing up for equality is what gets you killed Dude, dude, look, look, you guys are talking about this. I just want to point out the fact that there was a young lady who was at a club and a dude was grinding up on her and she turned around and asked him to stop and he shot her. So while y'all are talking about going out in a blaze of glory and feeling helpless oh, and no, no, hopeless no. and we, all that. We did not, we did not talk about going out in a blaze of glory. Like, the, the we did not talk about <laughs> <laughs> the dialogue that we're having. Yeah. Thanks, women. Scar. I appreciate Every- that, dog. Just, just <laughs> home me up the shot, huh? Hey, he just dug Baldwin. <laughs> <laughs> like, no, we didn't say shit. That was Jay. <laughs> yeah, I just, I just, murdered over the dumbest stuff. There are trans, gay, bi, and lesbian people who are dying every day over the dumbest stuff because people can't deal with their emotions. We live in a world that is highly emotional right now, and people don't know how to act. Social media has made it to the point where people feel like the world should revolve around them, whether we say it or not. We put stuff out on social media and then wait for people to applaud our thoughts. I agree. And so when you think that somebody should be talking to you or somebody should be interacting with you and they don't interact the way that you want them to, emotions take controlling and, and stupid stuff happens every day. And that is scary. I agree we with you wholeheartedly. Like that's, well, I agree I'm with always, you. I'm always been, I've always been team. Nobody has to die for this. <laughs> I thought you were team. Those ain't my niggas. Because you, know, <laughs> you were, you were team that, the, you were team. I didn't say that real hard for a while there, a couple things ago. No, you were team. No, I, was, I didn't say that. I was that was Jay. You, you were team. If I got no, caught, we no. all got caught. Just a few seconds ago. No, I was team. I know. I, I, I am and will forever be team. Nobody has to die for this, including going out in a blaze of glory. Nobody has to die for this, including me. The only thing I'll say about about any of that, and and the thing, it's not me trying to lessen anything, but Rashani, like like you're right. I agree with you. I feel like there are other indicative problems about how we deal with society and how we deal with ourselves and how we have an expectation that is uh, set unfairly for other people to, to pay attention to us. I agree with you a hundred percent on that. And there's nothing I can say against that. I think the only thing that I, I would say is that um, we are supposed to have a system in place for people who don't understand how um, society works for people who don't understand what being a civilian means and that system has failed us like that person who pulled a gun out and shot that one uh girl who who said no after being grinded on like it's supposed to remove those people from from uh situations where that could happen again it's supposed to remove people from um situations where uh like they they have shown uh previously um on multiple occasions or even on one occasion to to not be set are socialized properly in a sense that they can handle that but that's the same system that has been locking up and incarcerating people based upon their race upon their social economic status and not upon the merits of their deeds and while yes i think that what you're saying is is is, is nothing less than a tragedy the system is broken to the point where it can't even protect its citizens from that. 
And I, I'm not trying to take the Donald Trump stance because I, I have lived in other countries. Well, I've lived in another, another country before. Uh, Korea was sweet, but I mean, like, I, I was happy to come back to America. I, I think right, America. Korea in a way where it sounded like Kareem so you can name nah. drop again. <laughs> nah, Korea was sweet and and Korea was fun and there were some aspects about Korea that I think we could learn from, aka the healthcare system because fuck healthcare here but like in all honesty, America is a great place to live and despite all the problems that we have in America I'll never say well we need to make America great again for a couple of different reasons. One, America has just now hit great in the last five to 10 years in my eyes and two because i don't think america has declined if anything we have shown that we have progressed and we continue to progress over the years i think the people who are saying that let's make america great again are the people who are benefiting from uh racism who are benefiting from institutionalism from where literally legally you could be racist to someone and it was cool so yeah, you want to make America great again because you want racism and slavery to come back. And that's something that's never going to happen again. So it's not going to be great for you. But I still feel that like, while America is a great country and I'm happy to live here, I'm not going to try to pretend like it's a perfect country and I'm not going to try to pretend like there's nothing against it. And I, and I can't, I really can't pretend like I'm not seeing a systematic genocide happening of my people. I can't pretend like that's not happening. And while there are other issues and problems that need to be addressed, I feel like of equal importance is the fact that I'm literally seeing a straight up and down genocide of anyone who's not white in America. And and for me to be quiet about it is tantamount to me agreeing with it. And I don't. I simply exactly. don't. And I, I mean, I, I wasn't trying to like turn the show into this. But here we are. <laughs> I wasn't trying to turn the show into this, but here we are. So let's talk about it. But you know what, fellas? I'm glad we had this conversation. Welcome back to the Dream Team.
My bad, eh? I'm talking I'm these motherfuckers. Okay. Ooh. 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 It's not a vibe. Oh. Yeah. LB. Yeah. Okay, now I'm in the spot where I wanna be Money spent, niggas getting bent, chicks in front of me Just the way I like it, honey's turning something I got a seat up in the cut and I'm burning something Foodies dance around a nigga and I'm feeling one Off the top of the stairs and I'm feeling buns Plus I'm dolo at the table I'm fucking with this chick with the fat fatty and the ring up in the navel Dances around, she struts with the fuck walk Touches the toes so she can make her butt talk Do what you gotta do I ain't mad at you, know a lot of famous women seen none as bad as you You's a real bad girl, a nigga need that Sippin' on your handy, askin' where the weed at Let me put you on to something You fuckin' with a big nigga, no frontin' yeah. Oh, shorty, turn it around, let me see something Fuckin' with me, feelin' it's gonna be something yeah. I'm talkin' lights, camera, action And me singin' on the side of this Turn it around, let me see something Fuckin' with me, feelin' it's gonna be something Going down, she got the thongs on. She started bouncing more when she heard the thong song. Them high heels got them calves looking right too. Shorty, come live with me for the night, yo. Shit, I'm only trying to holler. It's only right you holler back. So where you headed? Let me follow that. And word up, I got plans for you. It's more than my tongue and my hands are through. The way you move to the music and make a nigga wanna take you up out of here. Go somewhere and lose it. And your physique is off the chain. It's gonna be hard getting you off the brain. I mean, we could take a drive in the X5. The way you boogie on the floor, I know that's sex side. Use a dime piece. I'm trying to see something. Suck your teeth and your front and let me squeeze something. Shorty, turn it around, let me see something. Fucking with me, for real, it's gonna be something. I'm talking lights, camera, action. And this nigga now I'm sorry, Miss Jackson. I got a few hours left till a nigga jack And I'm hoping that it's you that a nigga get Hit him calling out your name, I guess it's showtime Get your money shorty, let me see you pole climb Toes out, back showing off a tattoo Fuck the dumb shit, a nigga had a tattoo. Looking as good as you smell, pay your own bills Ass off as a cushion, pushing your own wheels Yeah, I'm feeling you, trying to see the deal with you What's going on later on, can I tell with you? We can do anything that you wanna do You know the way a nigga feel, all I want is you Get your dance on, love the way you make your moves with no pants on Let's rock, bounce to your man song Let's get the goings going on before the chance long Next stop, oh uh. Shorty, turn it around, let me see something Fuckin' with me, for real, it's gonna be something Yeah, I'm talking lights, camera, action I'm the singer, now I'm sorry, Miss Jackson Turn it around, let me see something Fuckin' with me, for real, it's gonna be something Now I'm talking lights, camera, action Turn the singer, now I'm sorry, Miss Jackson Shorty, turn it around, let me see something Fuckin' with me, for real, it's gonna be something Yeah, I'm talking lights, camera, action I'm the singer, now I'm sorry, Miss Jackson Mr. Sex keeps it hot with us. Let's go get him. Niggas try to come get us. Back. Niggas know my fucking set. Got the foodies in the back. Hey, meanwhile, we just fucking and smoking and drinking. Hey, man, what the fuck is they thinking? Oh, shit. He's high tonight. Now my niggas said, let's tonight. We out in Miami. We in New York. Just the cat. Pop the call. 
Yeah, shorty, let me see something. Fuckin' with me and my team, they ain't gon' be something. Fuckin' with me and my team, they ain't gon' be something. Sisters and partner, we will not turn a blind eye to the murder with no repercussions. Oh no, we will not. We will not live on our knees. We will die on our feet. This ain't no lie that I speak. All you youngins out here in the streets only wanna shoot people who look like you. You can stay home. You too weak. Oh no, we will not go and repeat the mistakes of the past, ignoring the snakes in the grass. Paying you cash, still we praying we fast. Till one day that's your end. We will not ask for no one. No, 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 no. But we will be prepared for one. Hoping not with a gun with the unity. Using the same shit you did to destroy me. We sick of the garbage you kicking and teaching and lynching us, locking us up for no reason and killing us. No consequences, conviction. You serious? Lying about what you showing the media? Assassinate all the leaders who leading us. Leave us with ones who misleading us. Then go reward all the ones who mistreat us and leave us in projects and give us these poisonous products on top of narcotics to push to our sisters and brothers. Like them and our sisters and brothers. No, we will not be running more letters. Stray up and booze with the book will be stopping today. See what happened when athletes are no longer play for you. Tell them a 
out, it's the break for you, huh? Oh, respect, or just respect what that paper do. Look up, it's too late for you, dropping you off, turning them profit to law. When we won't go shopping the mall, united we all, stuck in this bullshit together. Showing these boys we just won't say whatever, else they just roll up and shoot or whatever, just like they've been doing forever. The niggas swear they huffy, huffing and puffing, but they gon' do nothing. The enemy trying, they wait behind enemy line. Why you trying to be so friendly now? Handle your business now, and we would not feel nothing but judgment from God. Standing there looking at me, saying you ain't do nothing. I bless you when you ain't invested in nothing. Just kept up the cycle of death and destruction, ignoring your neighbor won't help him, but helping yourself, just like the devil himself. Hmm. Promote all this fornication, all this baby making ain't no baby raising for a generation that it trapped the systems 'cause incarceration was inevitable due to education. Substandard institution, never cared. J drop by and there, pair crack, rock, crib, blood, all the eighties. GDV or whatever to separate 'em. Hell hot, can you finally make it? Yo, time to take it. Pat Martin Luther, all that money and you still blew it. Just saving, you feel stupid. Damn. I soon came in they bootlegging, and what you get for being hard-headed? Goddamn, nigga, man, where I gon' go to hell, hell? 'Cause I tried as hard as I can, nigga. I know you're only a man, but goddamn, nigga. Don't scare Negroes today with no badge or no white skin or no white sheet or no white anything else. The police the same way. They put their club upside your head and then turn around and accuse you of attacking them. Every case of police brutality against a Negro follows the same pattern. They attack you, bust you all upside your mouth, and then take you to court and charge you with assault. What kind of democracy is that? I drink slow to feed the nose. You know you like to get blunt. Has it got enough money to spend? Believe no, he's beautiful. He doesn't like it when the girls go. Has it got enough money to spend? I play with these niggas. I play with, I play with these niggas. Straight up. I play with these niggas. I play with, I play with these niggas. I play with these niggas. Oh no. I play with, I play with these niggas. I play with these niggas. I play with, I play with these niggas. No, I need my dollars. No, a nigga need my commas. She was down when I dropped out of college. Down, she was down when I rode in Paris. Played with a pussy in the Jeep. Yeah, she was down with the four play driving. Jumped in the car when she hit my digits. No one in just to pull up at the projects. Easy to me, my nigga. Fill it with a scene. Youngin' always seen with a killer. Hand stitched by my dealer. Fill it with a scene. You ain't seen what you mean, my jeweler. Shitty got the scripts for the cough. In the age, gotta hit Johnny for the frost. Swerved off. It ain't been a minute since I seen a weird nigga from the corner. Put it on for the south. On my mama. No nigga, be cozy. Go nigga, go nigga, grab my bottle. Go nigga, go nigga, grab my condo. Keep your head, head, my nigga. Niggas gonna be billionaires, my nigga. Fuck how much time that shit might take. Niggas ain't playing with 'em. I ain't playing with these niggas. I ain't playing with, I ain't playing with these niggas. Straight up. I ain't playing with these niggas. I ain't playing with, I ain't playing with these niggas. It's just. 
shine down. My aura glows. Bitch, don't you play me, don't you try me I need the exact amount Look at my face, ho, out of eye me I'm a boss, make sure you and your homies Dress up tired to tire when you see me Ho, or I take that white tee and tie-dye-dye I mean, goddamn, nigga You forgot where I came from I'm from where you ain't from Where you can't come, where it ain't none Where these bitches is bitches and they ain't none Where they hate from But as soon as you blow, they act like they been down since day one Where it's fucking tank guns But niggas never join the army like it ain't one If I ain't got it, then I'm hungry I'm either counting or I'm coming Swear I just done bought that mansion Treat that shit like it's a dungeon Up at 5 a.m. still working But I treat it like it's one I'm never acting like I got it Bitch, I'm acting like I want it on these niggas